Hello, everyone, and welcome to, uh, oh, no, I <laughs> the podcast name. Federal Reprise uh, Note. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Federal Reprise Note, the podcast with the historical secret. <laughs> <laughs> I was too busy thinking about what the intro would be. Uh-huh. <laughs> and, you missed, and you forgot the title. And I forgot the title. Uh, I'm Ashley, and I'm joined, as always, by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. We got Luke with us. It's not my fucking, uh, like, property anymore. I don't, I, mean, I don't have to do bits. No bits? Well, you never had to do bits in the first place. No, I, I had to. I had no oh. choice. <laughs> you were honor-bound. Legally. legally. <laughs> you, I listened back to all of uh, the Twin Peaks episodes recently. Yeah. You can really f- hear me getting more and more devoted to doing the bits as we go on. <laughs> not locked in as an every episode thing until the return yeah look so, listen some of the some of the season one and two don't have the heat yeah the same the, bit type of heat right right a lot more like soulful bass playing while middle-aged people look at each other wistfully in those old those older episodes yeah and that's fine i i, I love it but you know yep not it does, there's no mitchum brothers there no 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 Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Luke, what have you done this week? Uh, well, speaking of Twin Peaks, something I've done this week was, uh, you know, it, we talked about it last time and the time before, you know, Laura Palmer disappears from, you know, Cooper trying to guide her through the woods. Where could she have ended up? I think she might have ended up in the home of my good friends Molly and Ashley. <laughs> oh, yeah. that is, Yeah, she washed up on our shores. Yeah, still dead, yeah. though, unfortunately. Still fucking dead. Yeah. Wrapped in plastic. I did get y'all the Funko Pop of Laura wrapped in plastic. You did. That was <laughs> the, the worst, kind of... The worst consumer product I've ever seen. Not very nice of you. Uh-huh. And now Ashley is displaying it in front of my nice books. Well, yeah, what else are you going to do with it? You got to display it. Well, you could display it somewhere that isn't in front of my nice books. No, I mean, it needs to be a prominent place. Yeah. I... I should go, you know what, those are my shelves. I should just toss that shit. I'm going to hit it off the floor like a cat. <laughs> I, like, sent a photo of it to my dad just because yeah. I thought it was funny. Yeah. And he's like, oh, is that from a fan? Like, how nice? And I'm like, no, it's a bit. It's <laughs> <laughs> no, it's way worse. It's not a bit. It is a thoughtful Christmas gift. How dare you? Yeah, Merry fucking Christmas. <laughs> Merry Christmas. I got you dead Laura Palmer. Uh-huh. They were out of a live Laura Palmer. What if I just got you another one of those every year? Oh, God. <laughs> we become, like, the the <laughs> the collector of yeah. dead Laura Palmer Funko Pops. Uh-huh. I, I really should have gotten two, one for each of you. I wasn't thinking. I'm genuinely surprised you didn't. I, it didn't cross my mind until, like, yesterday. I was like, wait, shit. <laughs> It does only have Ashley's name on it, so I will be leaving it with her if no, it, if and when is, we ever move out. It is for both of you. It was just addressed to Ashley. It's, I only saw one name. Well, the box belongs to Ashley. The contents belongs to both of you. <laughs> well, that's, that's awful. <laughs> we'll, I'll, we'll have to cut it in half when Molly <laughs> leaves. Yeah, we'll have to. We'll separate it. You know, we'll do it down the middle, uh, hot dog style. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. Well, I'm, I'm glad she's got a good home. <clears throat> yeah, absolutely. There's like a lot of like I saw this on TikTok. It's like a weirdly common like 
prank to try to pull on people in the Funko community. <laughs> what, to get them the dead Laura Palmer? No, that, like, to say that, like, oh, some Funko Pops have something, like, inside the head. Oh, I see. So you uh, gotta get in there, see what's up, and then you've ruined your Funko Pop. Yes. Uh-huh. It's it's a weird bit. I don't get it, <laughs> other than... I mean, it's it's the exact same bit as, like, oh, hey, do you know if you hit Alt-F4, it's a shortcut that'll, like, open up this menu or whatever? Yeah. Yeah, just delete just, system 32. Yeah. Save yeah. save up some room on your hard drive. I just I, I I guess I just also like fundamentally like don't get why those jokes are still going. Oh, well, I mean, sometimes it's fun to be mean to other people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. That's <laughs> Okay, all right. Yeah. What Luke? Did you do anything else other than give us bullshit gifts? Yeah, I was gonna say yeah, this, this is this is Luke thing, recap. <laughs> All right. Played a okay, lot of Pokemon. Well, actually, went to the theater with Chelsea. It was a good time. I don't know. What did you see at the theater? We saw the musical Six, which is like about the all the wives of King Henry the Eighth. Okay. Oh, like the theater. The theater. Yeah, we saw okay, a, a okay. musical. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it was oh. a fun time. Good. Nice. Yeah. Good, you know, people sang, and you know what? They danced, too. Oh, shit. That's pretty crazy. <laughs> uh-huh. Do you feel more cultured now? Absolutely, I'm more cultured. I learned about yeah. British history. <laughs> the most <laughs> cultured subject. This is, this is... I, I'm surprised you didn't see 1776 to prepare for. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the abridged version. Right, right. <laughs> Uh, okay, you want to know what I did? Go ahead. <laughs> uh, I have been playing a lot of Grounded. They just did a big update to that. You can now go up the blinds. Ooh. It's pretty cool. It's pretty tight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I've... That is the now... major downfall of zip blinds. You can only go the one way. Right. Yes. Uh, and I really like the way that they explained it, which is you have like a little contraption and a tiny aphid. Well, all aphids are tiny, but you know what I mean. <laughs> sure. Like, an aphid runs in, on a little wheel that, like, propels you up. That's pretty good. Because you're real it's tiny. Cute. Yeah, because I'm tiny. Uh, they, so I've also been doing all of, like, kind of the bosses, uh, just because you can now complete that game with, like, an ending, but to get, like, the good ending, you have to defeat this one specific boss. Sure. Uh... uh and so I've been kind of building myself up by beating. Uh, I first beat the uh, the Brood Mother, which is a uh, demon spiny uh, spider. Ah, uh. like have you ever seen one of those spiders that have like all the spines on it? Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's one of those. Uh, and then uh, so I beat that. I beat a uh, orchid praying mantis. Uh, which is a real son of a bitch. Uh, and then also I beat, even though they're not technically bosses, uh, a Black Widow. Scary. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of them, yeah, are are just spiders. Like, I mean, fu- more sense. fucked up spiders. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 
And then, like, ever so often, you'll, like, come across some science thing someone made. And you're like, oh, fuck, this is, fuck, this is fucked up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, though, if not spiders, like, you get any bigger than that, and you've got, like, that. you're not solo in that thing. You need, like, a whole, like, army to fight, like, a rat or something. Yeah. yeah you need a lot of guys for that. There was, like, for a while, there were people theorizing that you were going to go into the house. Yeah. And you would, like, find something like that in there. Right. Uh, or that they were going to introduce, like, they have, uh, right now, two uh, beings that are not, like, enemies you can defeat, but they do, they will, like, drop things. Yeah. Uh, one is a koi fish. Okay. Uh, and one is a raven, which you can get, you know, high-level material from those. Yeah, I mean, a raven's gonna look like a fucking, like... That's a dragon, as far as double decker air jet. Yeah. No. Yeah. It's like fucking gigantic. Yeah. Uh, that one, it just will like fly around, and every so often a feather will drop from it. Uh, the koi fish is uh, in the pond and is out to get you when you when it sees you. <laughs> sure. Yeah, I played Sekiro. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it will try to swallow you whole. Yeah, I've played Sekiro. Yeah, I played Sekiro. Yeah. Um. Yeah, for, like, the, the bigger stuff than that. I mean, like, they've got, like, ox beetles and, like, big roly-polies. Yeah. Uh, but, like, there's also, like, a bunch of labs that you're investigating that were, like, made by the guy who made the shrinking stuff. Mm. And so you find a lot of, like, kind of robots and stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, and those are often kind of more of the intermediate bosses that you fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, other than that, I, I, I started playing Assassin's Creed, uh, Odyssey. Okay. Yeah. It's just something to do. I tried that a couple months ago. It did not work out. Yeah. Uh, I watched some movies, uh, called Northside 77, which is like an old, uh, Jimmy Stewart, uh, noir movie where he's a investigative reporter looking for, to, to clear a man's name and, Finds out that the police might be bad. Oh, my God. Oh, shit. Which, like, of course. But, like, it was 1948, so I'll give them a little yeah. bit of... <laughs> give, them, give them a little credit. Yeah. Uh, a, a big part of it is that, like... Oh, like, during the Prohibition era, era like, the police would just fucking arrest anyone that they could. <laughs> right. Right. And that was the case with this, and... He's like, hey, wait a minute. And, the, you know, the more he looks into it, the more people are like, all right, we're going to shut you out. <laughs> yeah, we got to dig it too out. deep. Yeah. Uh, and then I, uh, earlier this year, I watched the, the movie Once Upon a Time in China, which is this, like, kind of landmark martial arts movie. It's the, like, kind of crystallization of Jet Li as a martial arts star. And it's extremely well done. And then they made, like, five of those. Uh-huh. Uh, and so I watched the last one of them, which is Once Upon a Time in China and America, uh, which is Jet Li goes as a, like, monk, goes to a small western town that one of his friends moved to, and they beat up a bunch of, you know, racists. Sure. That's pretty good. Uh, it's made, it's directed by Sammo Hung, who's always one of the, the goats, of martial arts and yeah. there is a weird plot line with uh like 
where he, he gets loses his memory and integrates into a native tribe. Alrighty. Okay. Uh, which isn't like the worst one of those things that I've seen. Okay. But it probably didn't need to exist. <laughs> sure. Uh, one of the weirder bits, and I shared this with the two of you, is that Krista Bell is in it. Yes. Who we know as uh, being in Twin Peaks The Return as Agent Tammy. Oh, sure, Actually, yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. You sent me that text, and it was yeah. very late, and I was very high. <laughs> um, and it did take me a full 24 hours to read to because I was thinking, who the fuck is Tammy? <laughs> she d- I'll say Maybe not one of the more impactful characters no. of the turn. I don't know what you're talking about. She was <laughs> so critical. She's fine. Nothing against her. Who the fuck is that? <laughs> she she, uh, she interviewed Matthew Lillard that one time. That's true. That was pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, it's uh, it's very funny to see that like kind of like Wuxia like very wire heavy style in like a western town. <laughs> oh sure. About that whips though. It was pretty cool, but it's just like it t- it took me a second for me to like oh shit, right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the weird blend. Yeah, like when they're like hopping up pagodas, it's like of course, right. Yeah, this is this is only natural. But like when they're doing it off the top of a general store in like yeah, a water tower. Yeah, when it's tower, a saloon. Yeah, it's... It was fun. Well, good. Uh, other than that, not that much. Molly, how yeah. have you been? Uh, I've, I'm a Dwarf Fortress guy now. Yeah, right. I heard. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm deep in the, in the Dwarf Fortress. I played it, like, all weekend, man. I only stopped to play Dead Money, uh, which I'm contractually obligated to do. <laughs> um... The thing about Dwarf Fortress is it's really good. Okay, yeah, I've it's heard just this. yeah, it's just fun to manage your little guys and tell right. them what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you don't really tell them what to do. You kind of like place an order at a crafting table, and then you pray to God one of them come and does it. <laughs> like, <laughs> and uh, you know, I had a lady who was like a mother of four. This is going to be very upsetting. I'm sorry in advance. I had a lady who was like a mother of four. Um, and occasionally one of your dwarves, when you have a, when you have a settlement going is they will become possessed by an urge to build something. Okay. And they, and they have like different listed moods. So like this, sometimes it's like, Oh, they're enchanted by a fey mood or they're enchanted by a strange mood or whatever. Right. So, right. Um, this lady goes and she goes to the crafting station. I didn't realize that they actually ask for stuff when they go to the crafting station because you have to click on the station and not the person. I was clicking on the people. So uh-huh. I did not see what they were asking for. Um, but she didn't get what she wanted. So she stood at the crafting station for, I shit you not, 45 days. <laughs> refused to give it up. And then at the end of the 45 days, I got a notification telling me that she went insane. And then she just wandered around my fort and went outside and just died. It was sad. Damn. Yeah, yeah it was fucked up. Yeah. Anyway, the game rocks. Yeah. Uh-huh. 
Um, I I first was playing without looking anything up, which is a stupid thing to do. Don't do that. Just look stuff up. Um, because I went and watched one tutorial video, and I was like, oh my god, there's so much in this game. Yeah, <laughs> I could. Yeah. I've been missing so much. So I, I'm I'm slightly better at Dwarf Fortress now. Okay. Um, my my recent fortress. Uh, I just happened to settle somewhere where there was a fuck ton of platinum and gold. Uh, so this early game part's been very easy because every time a caravan comes by, I'm like, do you want some of my gold for all of your items? And they're like, yeah, that'd be great. Uh, <laughs> and then I and then I live like a king. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, but now my fort is it's it's I have one hundred and twenty dwarfs and you start with seven. So I got a lot of dwarfs now uh, and I'm very scared to hurt them. I, sure. I, I want them to be okay, but they're too stupid to do stuff on their own. So it's it's presenting an issue. Uh, anyway, uh, I've been playing Dwarf Fortress a lot. Yeah. They made a... One of my guys made an anvil out of platinum, and I'm like, well, that's cool, but like not <laughs> useful. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> seem like what platinum's good for. And a, he like, took some of my nice gems and encrusted them in there. I'm like, dude... That was one of the one of the moods struck him, and mm. I've been trying to sell this anvil to passing caravans, and they don't seem to care about it. But every time I do, I have to drag it out to the trade depot, and it takes my dwarves, uh, I think, fifteen days to drag it from its storage <laughs> position to the trade depot. <laughs> that seems like a lot of time. It's a lot of time. And I can't leave it at the trade depot because when you finish, all the stuff gets put back automatically. (laughs) (laughs) So your dwarfs go back and they slowly drag your heavy stuff back to where it goes. (laughs) Can you not put some kind of warehouse up there? I can, but like, it's not where it was stored, so... I have to... It took me a long time to figure out how to make a specific platinum anvil storage spot, okay? I see. There's a lot of buttons you can press, and it was very hard to find those ones. Yeah, I, I've i bought it. I am a little overwhelmed by it. It's a little overwhelming, but the game, the basics play itself enough that I'm having fun just kind of watching stuff happen. Yeah. And then I'll go on Twitter and be like, you guys, am I supposed to be able to like hunt animals for food? And everybody's like, yeah, you just do this. And I'm like, oh, okay, thank you. Uh-huh. It's mostly like that. Um, and the thing is, it turns out everybody is a sickos guy for Dwarf Fortress. Right. Uh, so you just get a lot of people who do want to talk to you about your dwarfs, so... Well, I feel like you're either nothing or sickos guy with it. Yeah, I don't think there's an in-between on Dwarf Fortress. I'm kind of sickos guy about it now. Uh, anyway, I also watched some films. Oh, what kind of Uh, films you watch? Hang on, let me, let me pull up my films list. I guess I watched two films, but one of them I've seen before. It's called Mission Impossible. Maybe you've heard of it. I think I've heard of that one. You know what you should not watch immediately after watching National Treasure? (laughs) It's fucking Mission Impossible, dude. Yeah. (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) So the the thing is, I was watching this with Press on Monday, National Treasure, and I stopped in the middle of it to make some popcorn, and I looked at Ashley and I said, this movie wants to be Mission Impossible so bad. Right. Uh, and then we finished watching National Treasure, and Pris was like, do you want to watch Mission Impossible? And I was like, fuck yeah, I want to watch Mission Impossible. Uh, and that movie bangs. <laughs> yeah. It does. And then I watched I Am Legend. Oh, sure. 
uh, the the 2007 Will Smith movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that Will Smith guy is pretty good. I think he might be a pretty good actor. He's a pretty good actor. Pretty good scene when he kills that dog. It's a pretty good scene. It's sad, but damn. Sure. Yeah. Um, that movie gets like 40% worse when another human shows up. Yeah, a bit, a bit, yeah. It gets it gets like what I liked it much better when it was just him being a weirdo in New York City. Right. I agree. Which uh ending did you watch? Uh the w- we watched it on HBO. And okay. that had the one where he dies. Okay. But like I think he, that's like, the difference, right? Uh n- the they're totally different. Okay. I got the one where he dies and the two people go off with the cure to the colony okay. in Vermont. Yeah. So that was like the theatrical ending. Yeah. Um do you you know about do you know about the other ending or no? I know about it. I don't okay. remember what it is. The other ending is while they're like huddled up in that room that like the vampire zombies are trying to like smash into. He like looks in their eyes and can tell that they're attacking because he kidnapped like one of theirs. Yeah. And he just kind of like yells out for them to stop and he like comes out and lets her go and they all leave her. And there's no cure. There there's no cure to be found. It just well, there's just people that we don't understand, but we have to respect them and uh, try to live with them, I guess. Fuck, I don't know what to do, man. I think I like that better. Yeah, I also like that better. That's closer to the book ending. Yeah, the book ending is that, like, he he is legend because they are like, did you hear that there's just this normal dude? There's just yeah, one the, weirdo the idea who keeps of the book killing us. Is everybody but him is vampires, so he's become the vampire because he's going around slaughtering vampires. Yeah. Um, I think that's more interesting. I think I read about this on Wikipedia or something yeah. at one point in my life, and I mixed the two endings in my brain because I was yeah. like, "Wait, aren't they here for that girl?" <laughs> right. And then no, they're not. But right. yeah, they are. It's. It does seem like that's the way the movie is going, based on the things that were happening in the film. I think film. that's how it was always supposed to end, and like the theatrical ending was just like a studio notes thing of like, no, 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 no. This is a Will Smith blockbuster. It has a happy ending. You fucks. <laughs> it shouldn't have though. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. When he says the dog's full name, I was like, damn. Yeah. No. Like you got me with gender, but damn. <laughs> I don't know why this matters to me at all, but it did hit, so right, I guess, right. you know, mm-hmm. not sure what he, to do with it. He had a crush that. on that mannequin at the Blockbuster. He did have a... He wanted her to say hello. Yeah. Just say it back. And now that the dog's dead, he's, he's finally, you know, he's over, he's gonna talk to her. Every time uh, Will Smith wakes up, he tweets out, uh, hello, say it back. <laughs> <laughs> Good morning, say it back. <laughs> um, you guys want to talk about National Treasure, which is the other movie I watched? <laughs> National Treasure. National Treasure. What if this is a this is a film from <laughs> yes. 2004? It sure is. And boy, did you guys hear about 911? Uh, I think I might have heard about that. Yeah. <laughs> did you hear yeah, about yeah. that? <laughs> I think it may have influenced this film. You or know, maybe, maybe it might I- even be the reason it was made. Possibly. I, I want to very quickly yes. read out the history of the director of this movie, John Turtletab. Yes, please. <laughs> oh, okay. Because I feel like there's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Okay. Oh, the, uh, the first big uh, one that he directed that you guys will know is Three Ninjas. Oh, sure. Okay. Oh, a classic film. 
Yeah. He then directed Cool Runnings. <laughs> sure, okay. A film okay. I don't like very much, but I've only seen it on Disney Channel, so it was just kind of something that was on when I wanted to watch cartoons, and I think that was the resentment I had towards Cool Runnings. I've seen neither uh, of these, but I'm familiar with both. Yeah, uh, the romantic comedy While You Were Sleeping. <laughs> that rings a bell. Uh, Phenomenon, the one where John Travolta has magic powers. Okay. I- was just literally listening to M and Jackson's podcast Blockbusters, and they were talking about what a bad fucking movie that is. <laughs> yes. Uh, there's kind of you know some more along that line, uh, and then he makes National Treasure. Okay. National Treasure, Book of Secrets. Sure. Uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice. Oh, okay, sticking in that Nick Cage uh, zone. Okay, yeah. so he's on that, yeah, he's on the Disney payroll now. He got into Cage, and he's not leaving it. Yeah, which is also the thing that, like, ends that period of, like, Disney blockbusters. Sure, that makes sense, because that movie, no one saw it. Yeah. Uh, he then made uh, Last Vegas. <laughs> okay. What? Uh, a movie uh, uh, where it was kind of like, you know, taking off of the uh, the hangover, but what if more family-friendly, and what if it stars Robert De Niro, Morgan Freeman, Michael Douglas, and Kevin Klein? What? Oh, isn't that the one where they're, like, all old, and they yeah. want to do, like, one last Vegas trip or something? Yes. Yeah. So it's so uh, it's the hangover plus the bucket list. Yes. Okay. What's the uh, one with Tim Allen where he's in that little biker group and they do stuff? Wild Hogs. Yeah, I think it's more like that with the Hangover. Okay. Uh, and then uh, he he bounces back with the Meg. Okay. Yeah. In 2018, Pardon? the movie where Jason Statham fights a giant shark. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Uh. Was at the end of the I list. don't like have like a larger point to this. I just think that's a f- interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. So there's nothing after 2018. He's done. Yeah, uh, they're making a Meg sequel. Maybe he's working on that. I mean, Maybe. after he directed National Treasure, he must have been set for life. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, because he found the treasure. <laughs> because the treasure was he real. Found the treasure. Yeah. <laughs> right. They get to that first treasure room and it's empty because. <laughs> That old bit was shot on location, obviously. They, this uh, is actually but, a documentary. Yeah. He has an interview where he states that uh, he is a guy who makes the turkey sandwich of movies. <laughs> you know? I, he knows what he's doing, I guess. It. Yeah. Yeah. Because I'll say this movie, it's a real turkey sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it. I think there was too much stuff on it, and they needed to cut about twenty minutes off this thing. But that's hmm. fine. Maybe that's fine. I don't know. I I'm not remembering any part where I'm like, "Ooh, we're dragging guys. What are we doing?" The here, my thing is that this movie is two hours and eleven minutes long. Sure. And I think we could get that to a tight one ten. Wait, you want to dump it? <laughs> <laughs> you no, an hour no, no, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. I said I meant 110 minutes. Oh, 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 okay. oh, Because oh, oh, oh. I was I was thinking 131 minutes. I'm sorry, that was not clear. I thought you were saying drop it to an hour and ten minutes, a 70 minute picture. <laughs> you might be able to. 
You cut one of these clues. You cut the part where he's arguing with his dad. Like no, he's like not arguing with his dad. It's the emotional core of the picture. You, you cut the part where he says "status quo" like sixty times, and it's I don't like know the why first... that happens. <laughs> that is a weird. Part. <laughs> he kind of randomly just starts saying "status quo" a he lot. He starts saying "status." This is the first time I heard the phrase "status quo." Uh, when I was a kid, so I was oh, like, what sure. the fuck is he on about? I don't... Yeah, because, like, it, he doesn't set that up as a thing. He just no. all of a sudden starts saying it. He's all just, it's, well, we got it. No, he does set it up as a thing. Wait, does he? Did I just, like, blank out during that part? Yes. Okay. Uh, I mean, kind of, but it is, it is at the end of the movie where he starts saying it and does not stop saying it. Yeah, no, right. but, like, he does say it way too often for, like, how... For it's how little a t- space of time. It's like eight times in fifteen minutes. Also, yeah. like he's not making a point or like saying it. He's just like, uh, you got to preserve the status quo. Oh, the status quo has changed. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I don't jumping it back like to the end of the movie, but <laughs> yeah. he's, he's uh, says to his his very well cast son Nick Cage. <laughs> There's such a family resemblance between Nick Cage and John Voight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that, oh, the second the status quo changes, uh, like, you know, they're going to, to kill us all. Oh, that's where he sets it yeah, up, I see, that's, sure. Yeah, yeah, and so, and, like, Nick Cage is like, well, then we gotta, like, make sure the status quo changes in our favor. And, like, how are you gonna change the status quo so it's on our favor? Yeah. I gotta think more about the status quo, status uh-huh. quo, status quo. So you <laughs> say that, like, Nick Cage says it back to him, and he doesn't. No. <laughs> No, John Voight made a decision he made that a he decision. was going to say status quo so many times. He was like, this has great mouthfeel. Over and over while we were watching this movie together, me and Chelsea both kept saying, this movie is so fucking stupid. I love it. <laughs> it is that. It is a profoundly stupid movie. On one hand, this movie is kind of dog shit. On the other hand, I had a great time. Thumbs yeah. up. That's that's the cinema to me. Yeah. It is, like, one of those things that, like, looking back on this, I'm like, the, the, they don't make them like they used to. They don't make these anymore. We used to have it all. Because I was thinking about this, this movie, like, I can very easily imagine a version of this movie that feels like a Marvel movie, but it doesn't, and I don't totally know why it doesn't. Like, this is a movie where you're, like... It's also a thing where it's, like, a bunch of people go, like, all your friends go to the movies, and you're like... I guess we can all agree on National Treasure. Right, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, now it's like, well, watch one of the three Marvel movies should we see that's out. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We couldn't um, go. We couldn't even go see Knives Out because, well, one, because we had COVID and it was only in a movie theater for one goddamn week. Yeah. Yeah. And also it was downtown Seattle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I so, don't know why I saw this movie so many times when I was a kid, to the point where, like, I hadn't seen it in, like, 15 years, but when we sat down to watch it, I couldn't, like, quote along with the movie or anything, but every time a line came up, I was like, yeah, no, that exact sentence, series of words and that exact cadence is in my brain. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, yeah. It's it's stuck up there. Are you yeah, with me? Definitely- well, I'm certainly not against you. Yeah. I, t- I found the third option. <laughs> The third door. <laughs> We're gonna do a bunch of Nick Cage impressions. All of them are going to be bad. I don't know what you're talking. About. This if this podcast is about one thing and one thing only, it's pitch perfect impressions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, we're really good at it. Uh huh. I had forgotten about this like opening bit. Yeah, uh, you gotta Which start with bit? Nick Cage as a little kid. Well, so, yeah, Nick Cage as a little kid. I remembered the ship. I forgot about the whole like young Nick Cage. See, I had the young opposite John experience. Mm-hmm. I I had that because I didn't remember the boat at all. But this part in the attic, I'm like, yeah, of course, yeah. And then and then Christopher Plummer shows up for some Christopher reason. Christopher Plummer shows up. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is the last part of the era where guys were doing stuff for checks. Sure. <laughs> it's just they just don't do this anymore, I don't think. Not in the same way. No. No, yeah. I love so this little kid sneaks up to the attic and uh, you know, he's gotta get into his grandpa's secret books. Uh, what sort of contraption does he use to keep these hidden? Well, this one chair is bolted down and unfolds into a ladder. It's kinda tight. It's kind of cool. Kind of tight. Yeah. <laughs> kind of into it. And yeah, his grandpa just has an elaborate, fancy book up there that he's going to steal and read. But his grandpa catches him. Ah. But he's like, well, I guess it's about time that you've learned the secrets of the Gates family. You're We've old invented- enough to hear the story. <laughs> we invented Microsoft. <laughs> Why can't you be more like your brother Bill, Ben? <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he tells him the story of like the last living signer of the Declaration of Independence rushing through the night in his horse-drawn carriage to the White House to give a, a secret to President Andrew Jackson. Man, bummer that that was the last guy. They took this man and just said, okay, go get me, go into like the costuming room, get... All the old age makeup they got in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're just going to pour the whole tub of it on top of this man. Yep. Uh, and uh, unfortunately, President Jackson wasn't home. And this guy knows for a fact he's going to be dying in like two hours. Yeah, he's like, no, I, I look at my face. I am not going to make it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they dumped the whole bucket on me, son. <laughs> So instead, he's got to reveal his secret to the only person he can trust, his fucking carriage driver. The only person there. (laughs) Yeah. Apparently the only available person ever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forget the guys at the door who guard the White House. I trust this one man only. Well, that guy works for me. Those guys, who knows? They could be compromised. Let's they just could be that assass- They could be Templars. Okay. Well, no, we like the Templars in this oh, yeah. movie. It's the yeah. assassins you gotta watch for. You gotta watch out for the assassins. Is Ian an assassin? <laughs> Ian might be an <laughs> <Yes>. assassin! <laughs> but yeah, uh, the, the secret he's gotta tell him is about a treasure beyond all imagining. And he cuts back to the grandpa as it fades even further back in time, and you get, like, a shot. His eye stays longer than the rest of his face yeah, so it can hover over, over the an pyramids. unfinished pyramid in Egypt. Chef That's kiss. the set of a baby. <laughs> That's what it's all about. <laughs> and yeah, I wonder it's just if like they a... just went into different parts of Epcot to film this whole scene. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, just a, a massive treasure that people have fought over and slowly amassed over the centuries, millennia even. Uh, all the treasure in the world in one big, the philosopher's legacy. Yeah. Yeah. The one piece. Uh, yes. Uh, it is 
getting into this movie, it's like, all right, the Crusaders are good. <laughs> you know, yeah, that's also true. Yeah, I deeply appreciate that they managed to move this whole, like, fucking treasure out of Europe. Yeah. And not only out of Europe, on it, like, onto American soil, uh, and then buried it, obviously. Right. Uh, but apparently nobody before that knew about it. Right. It was lost to time until the Knights Templar randomly happened to find it in a sealed room underneath the Temple of Solomon. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, there okay. was, like, a whole, like, the Egyptians had a whole series of, uh, you know, clues and stuff about it, about their history, and then the Greco-Romans did, but we've all lost that. Right, right, right. I'm so pissed off that I can't talk about my favorite line in this movie until the very end of the goddamn movie. I mean, we already talked about the end of the movie. You can do what you no, want. No, 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 we'll get there. Okay, okay. Uh, But, <laughs> yeah, so then the Knights Templar ended up bringing it over to the New World, uh, and, you know, they became the Freemasons, you know, who obviously... Re- you know, rebelled against the British in the most yeah. noble of revolutions, the American Revolution. Yeah. Yes. And they really didn't want the British to find the national treasure. This so one's they, good because we the did most it. evil of people. Yeah. The so they British. made a really annoying scavenger hunt to hide it. <laughs> <laughs> that is what happened. Yeah. Huh? All of American yeah. history is just a scavenger hunt for this treasure. Yeah, and the the one clue that the Banks family has, or the Gates family, yeah, uh, has is the secret lies with Charlotte. Yes, and the kid is like, "Who's Charlotte?" And the guy's like, "No clue." Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't figured it out. No fucking like, idea. Generations of Gates men have tried to find the answer and failed. Uh, but then he pulls out a dollar and he's like, "But look, Illuminati." <laughs> <laughs> Check this shit out. Yeah, the Freemasons among our founding fathers left us clues like this, the all-seeing eye on the pyramid. I just had a weird uncle who told me this, not my grandpa. Yeah. <laughs> and then we get John Voight in, a, in, a, in what is definitely his real hair. It is definitely <laughs> his real hair. Yeah. <laughs> it's so good. John I'd... Voight looking like he's in cosplay for uh, Mads Mikkelsen's Death Stranding character. <laughs> John Voight as Nick Cage's dad, I keep saying it, but, like, it is one of the weirdest casting choices. <laughs> you know, they just need hey, who's old guy, decent actor? John Voight? Yeah, sure. And also, we'll do anything for the money. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see, okay, so... John Voight is 83. So at this Holds point, Nick he would have been, like, 63. Yeah, and... uh. Nick Cage is 58. Right now? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so he's... That, so that makes technically, sense. technically, technically it works, but they don't look like it. Yeah. No, yeah, they no. don't look alike at all. They don't yes. look alike, and also they look a little too close in age, even though they're like 30 years apart for real in real life. Nick Cage is one of those guys that turned 40 when he was 15. Yeah. Yes. For sure. Well, like, he, he is really wearing a wig on this one. Yeah. Yeah. Like, even when you look back at, like, movies when Nick Cage was, like, really young, he still looks kind of, like, older than he actually is. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, this is, uh, Nick Cage strikes me as one of those dudes who will never admit that he wears wigs. Yeah. Even though he obviously does. Sure. Sure. You know, whatever he needs. 
Yeah, no, listen, yeah. Uh, anyway, he uh, the little Nick Cage gets knighted. Yes. And then he, like, as he, like, pulls up his head, and we, we, we cut to current Nick Cage, uh, who is with uh, Ian, who is played by... Uh, Oh. <laughs> Sean Bean? Sean Bean. Bean. Sean Bean? Yeah. Mr. Bean here? himself. I did almost call him Mr. Bean when he showed up on the screen, and I was <laughs> like, wait, that's a different guy. Yeah. Uh, but... Was Sean Bean in either of the Mr. Bean movies? No. Probably not. <sighs> All right. Come on, guys. What the fuck are we doing here? <laughs> Mr. Bean's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> uh... But will you? You'll be surprised that at first he appears to be a, a character that you will like. But yeah. Uh, ha, ha. He may have secret motives. <laughs> I can't believe it. Well, you kind of maybe get a glimpse that maybe he's a bad guy right from frame one because Nick Cage is so fucking excited to be out here in like the Arctic, being boy. I'm just thinking about those famous explorers that came out here on foot as opposed to these snowmobiles. And Sean Bean is like. Just doing, like, doing a good job, just clearly faking enthusiasm. Like, yeah, man, totally, it's great. (laughs) So true, King. Uh Uh-huh, yeah, 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 yeah. I love that for them. Doing good, bad acting. (laughs) Yeah, uh uh-huh. Me and the bestie. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, So, yeah, those are the two dads up front, and then the kid in the back, Riley. (laughs) Who's, you know, they're the same age, but also he's their kid. Definitely. I, I... I remember as a kid thinking Riley was funny and cool. Sure, that that yeah. has maybe not aged as I caught as I watched it as an older person. I, no, I you know snickered at several of Riley's lines. Maybe not cool. There's, He's a dweeb, no, but you know, there's, there's a couple of bits. This yeah. is a whole movie full of dweebs. So what are you gonna do? Uh, I really like the Sean, you know, Ian's like whole group of people because yeah. they are not dweebs, right? It's a real, and, like, jocks versus nerds kind of film. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, you know, when I was watching, this was probably when I was, like, thinking I might become an actor. Oh, sure. Sure. And Riley, I was like, that's the kind of role I'm made for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, yeah. I can see you doing that. I'd watch Ashley Lee Minor being the tech person in a like well, low you see, rate. Th- this has gone really great because now uh, in movies, uh, the tech guy has gone from like being you know uh, nondescript skinny white guy right to uh, a nondescript person of color or trans person right. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's true. The, so. the main person still got to be a white dude, but well, yeah, obviously <laughs> the tech we, person we got tickets the, to sell. The tech person, they've really expanded that. Right. <laughs> it's going to work so out can, great. Yeah. yeah. I think I think if that Disney Plus show really takes off and they make a National Treasure 3, I think you're shooing for the role. <laughs> yeah, if you want it, you got it. <laughs> but yeah, they're out here uh, looking for a ship trapped under the ice. And one of the like British thug henchmen is like, Oh, I don't get it. Why are we out here looking for boats? <laughs> Ain't no boats out here. And Riley's like, well, actually, here's some science on how come there could totally be boats out here. Yeah. And you know what? There's boats out here. There's boats out here. Well, there's boat out here. There's boat out here. There might be more than one. We don't know. They were using metal detectors and they find it on the first try. So that's a pretty good guess if so. <laughs> <laughs> 
I'm just saying, you know, maybe if they had gone a little further, they would have found another one. Oh, <laughs> right. I, I was like, where, like, who is Justin Barthel? Like, what did he do before this? Because mm-hmm. I, like, I knew that there was something in my mind that was like, why I, like, people would, like, know him. Yeah. He was in Geely. Okay. Where he plays the guy uh, with mental disabilities. Oh, okay. Uh, Great. Which goes very badly. Hey. <laughs> Maybe should not have been allowed to act after that. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Which guy is this? Uh, the guy who plays uh, uh, Riley in National Treasure. Okay. Yeah, sorry. There's only one name in this movie, and it's Nick Cage. So I was <laughs> yes. a little lost. <laughs> this is this is Harvey Keitel erasure. <laughs> you know what? This that is John Borderasher. I'm sorry. <laughs> he's he's uh, very charming in this movie, I think. But yeah, he's not in it much. But I like it. No, when but he I is. like it when he is. It, it's yeah. fucking crazy that he is the one that they got back. <laughs> it is for fucking the series. crazy that he's the one. He's they got back, back for the series. Yeah, yeah. He's the only what guy. The fuck. Now, now, Molly, you're saying that people don't take checks like this for <laughs> anymore. <laughs> See, but I don't respect anybody for taking the Disney Plus check. Well, that's the thing, right? It's the, it's not that people aren't willing to take the checks. It's that the checks are written for, uh, instead of 7 out of 10 action-adventure family films, yeah. it's 5 out of 10 Disney Plus original series. Yeah, that yeah. I don't want to watch. Right. You know what's way longer than a movie? A shitty Disney Plus series. Yeah, how many episodes of that sucker? It's really more like a however many episodes hour long movie. I think it's like a ten episode series. There you go. Would have been a way cleaner joke if I had known that and could have just said more like a ten hour movie. Thank you, David. Uh, uh anyway, they go into the ship they find the ship, uh he uses hot water to make sure it's the right ship. Right, yeah. gotta uh, hold the water on the thing to see that its name is the Charlotte. Charlotte was a boat this whole time. Yeah. And then uh, they go downstairs and find a bunch of dead dudes. Yeah, just full of skeletons and gunpowder barrels. They're like, they still got some of the, the skin on them, but they're skeletons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're moving, listen, we're moving at a glacial pace, but I do need to say... Well, we're in the Arctic. What do you want? <laughs> yeah, um, I just need to say that, um, how did they not figure out that the Charlotte was a boat? How did it take six generations of Gates guys to figure out that the Charlotte referred to a boat? Uh, maybe that theory got floated before, but no one had any proof one way or the other. Yeah, maybe. It just seems like, uh, you it's know. also hard to go get it. Right. It, well, it's hard to go get it, sure, but it just seems like they didn't even know it was a boat because his dad asks, oh, it was a boat? Yeah. Yeah. I thought he was uh, like, you know, oh, it was a boat. Like, like oh, shit, yeah, maybe that he, was the Maybe he came theory. up with a theory, and he doesn't have any money to check it out. Right, because the only yeah. reason Ben has the money to do this is because Ian is a mysterious rich guy <laughs> who's invested in this whole operation to find the national treasure. And not evil. Because Ben doesn't really care about the money. It's not about the money. It's about the, the history. The it's academic prestige. Clearing his family's good name. I think yeah, it's really funny that Nick Cage gets taken on a fucking ride. So easy. <laughs> <laughs> well, if he it, can't. Ian is pretty much like going along until Nick Cage is like, "Wait, I don't want to do bad guy stuff though." And Sean B just has to be the like, money, man. Well then, 
Slater, idiot. Yeah. <laughs> Guess I'll kill you now. Yeah. Yeah, like, if they were able to get the, like, the Declaration of Independence and, like, actually, like, look at it without any issues. Right. Ian probably would have been like, all right, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. Which, um, frankly, if they just say, took a bunch of photos of the Charlotte, had the, like, you know, fancy pipe they could show to the nice uh, German lady they're going to talk to. I feel like she could have made, like, maybe. You know, it would have been worth trying. Yeah, actually it made does, an argument for this. It does seem like a, a wild thing to go with. Like, we're going to blow this shit up. They have a lot of evidence to present at this point, you know? I really like that Ian tries to steal the Declaration of Independence on a night where there's a show. Right. About the Declaration of Independence. Well, to be fair, so does Nick Cage. Yeah, but Nick Cage did a thing where he got the he got the declaration moved. Anyway, Nick Cage cuts his hand on this for this fucking pipe. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah. Not what I would do. He's got to get the blood on there. Only blood will reveal the message. I guess. I guess in that situation, you do need some type of ink. Yeah. No other also- liquid nearby. I. Yes, or you could simply take it back and uh, yeah, do this if, somewhere else. What if the next thing is also on the Charlotte and you leave and then I... you go back to the Charlotte? I guess so. Perhaps if you're in the business of hunting for treasures that may be buried under, like, cryptexes and, you know, sneaky shit, just, just bring some ink with you. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Although this uh, is the first clue they found since the secret lies with Charlotte. So maybe not exactly not know what to expect here. I guess that is true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, he gets a stupid poem off of the pipe with his blood. And uh, he basically, he has to interpret this thing. He's like, oh, it's a riddle. Um, but he interprets this the way, like, my Sunday school teacher interpreted the Bible to explain to me why Pokemon is evil, you know? <laughs> it's very like ah but yes this this word here could mean this or this and together with that word even though they're not in the same line together clearly that all means all I'm saying uh, is that he really should have had this down at 55 signatures really seems like a, a slam yeah. dunk yeah uh, Luke to, to speak also in you know you're from your experience he Adam West Batman's this Oh, yeah, absolutely, yes. The only logical answer to this complicated thing is, well, obviously, it means there's a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence. A conclusion which turns out to both be true and goes completely unquestioned by any of the main characters. Yeah, you know. I love how, uh, like, yeah, this has the first of those, like, the, the jock answers where the guy's like, Iron Pen, it's jail. Yeah. And everyone, like, the joke is everyone looks at him like he's stupid. He's like, what? It makes sense. And I'm with him. Yeah. It does. It makes sense. Frankly, a better answer to the riddle than Nick Cage's. Because the, the, it is not what the pin is made of or what is in the pin that is iron, but it is what it. (laughs) What it represents. Right. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's iron. It's, it's steadfast. It's firm. Uh, A pen used on something. Firm and iron clad, like the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> yeah, and so oh. I think Man, this the, movie accidentally made a lot of white supremacists. 
Maybe not even accidentally. Well, again, it's a post 9-11 movie. That was just kind of floating I'm in just, the air. It's just seeing the course that we've uh-huh. gone down yeah. with history. Yeah. It's, uh, you know. The, the funny thing is, if a lot of those, like, the people now who hate Disney saw this movie. Oh, yeah. They'd still be like, well, of course, this means that they, this is them revealing uh-huh. how much they hate America. <laughs> Oh, you think so? I think it might just as easily be like, see, they used to love America. Where'd you go wrong, Disney? Uh, I could also see... All of that shit is just, like, made up and just, like... What the loudest voice in the the chat room says. Yeah. It is about as made up as Nick Cage's answer to this riddle. Yeah. But, uh... I, I could see them, like... Going like, oh, you know, like the the founding fathers had a secret plan and they were, you know, masons. Yeah. To be like, oh, are you saying that like one world order? <laughs> right. Like, right. how dare you? You're the one world order. Yeah. Uh-huh. Anyway, Sean Bean immediately... Oh, God, you're right. There is a map on the Declaration of Independence. Guess I gotta kill you. <laughs> well, let's go get it. Nick is like, we can't. We could borrow it. We're not gonna steal it. That'd be bad guy stuff. That'd be bad guy stuff. We and can't he's like, do well, you, I think you should know that I am Sean Bean and I am bad guy stuff. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I am bad guy stuff. No, I thought, I thought we were cool, man. I thought you wanted to be bad. Think about all the stuffy academics. We can rub this in their faces afterwards. He's like, no, I won't do it. Some things are too sacred, like America. Like America. Yeah. Some Bean's things like, are well, so important that you can't steal them, which is why I'm going to steal it. Well, I'm British, so I don't care about America. I'm going to shoot you now with this gun that I have. <laughs> he is British. <laughs> that, yeah, that is the thing. I should have. That that should have been the first <laughs> right uh-huh. sign for Benjamin Gates. <laughs> ben Gates, you have almost after all the work your forefathers did, you almost let the treasure fall into the hands of the British. Fucked up. It was the opposite of what they wanted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so they have like a little like, you know, standoff where the henchmen have guns drawn, but Nick Cage lights a flare and they, they dumped all that gunpowder out everywhere. So why am I fucking summarizing this? This ain't my... Molly, what happens next? <laughs> he throws the flare at him and because... And Sean B catches it, but because... He's been fucking with gunpowder. His hand, yes, yeah, his on hand fire. catches on fire. It's very funny, yeah. actually. Yeah, no, it's great. They, now, they they like they put a bunch of gel on uh, Sean Bean, and they're like, "All right, we're gonna light you on fire." Uh-huh. He's like, "Okay." They got like more guys on fire in movies. Uh, do you think this was one of those things where, like, oh, it's this place looks cool, but actually, it was like extremely hot in this whole thing? I have Probably no idea. Had to be right. Feel like and you're seeing be. their breath when they breathe, so that's I true. I guess that's, uh, that's true. Digital, and I don't think this is early enough. I don't think they would do that digitally. Yeah, I don't think they'd bother. Yeah. Uh, anyway, yeah, they they blow up the place because it caught on fire. They they yeah. lock them inside the ship and they try to blow them up. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Ian's crew gets away, and then uh, Riley and Nick Cage escape in barely. the smuggler's hatch. Yeah, just in just in the nick of time. Because Nick Cage knows a lot about history, so he knows that, obviously, every boat has an explosion-proof smuggler hatch. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, of course. Everyone knows Uh, that. 
and they're like, oh, well, we're going to fucking get to this town like 10 miles away. We'll just walk through yeah, the ice. We'll just walk. Uh-huh. It's fine. Normal. And Riley's like, oh, I fucking hate this. Uh, so they decide what we should do. Uh, those guys are going to steal the Declaration of Independence for sure. So we should go tell the FBI. Yeah. Th- and that was FB- the part of the movie where like 90% of the trailer comes from. Yes. Yeah. And so they go to the FBI and the FBI goes, yeah, could you guys fucking leave? Yeah. Uh, and they're like, well, okay. Well, Riley's mad that they won't listen, but Nick Cage's like, no, the FBI receives this many tips a day. Like, he's got to know too much about the FBI, even. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like, he has to be like, well, the five people of the FBI, they they would do anything to protect America. They're actually being really good FBI agents by not listening to us, even though our info's good. Even though our info's good. Uh, So, okay, well, let's go harass that white German lady we've been talking about this whole time. (laughs) Yes, uh uh-huh. Yes. Uh, so they do that, and uh, Nick Cage has Abigail to flirt a little Chase. bit. Abigail yeah, Chase. Yeah, Abigail Chase. Uh, who I guess is, like, in charge of the, like, preservation crew for the Declaration or some shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I just know that she has a We Can Do It <laughs> uh, poster in her fucking office. Yeah, huh? she's got Rose the Riveter right up there. All right. <laughs> Why wouldn't she? That makes perfect sense. You uh-huh. know, it does. I'm just like, God. <laughs> yeah. She says, you know, nice to meet you with her, like, slight German lilt. And Nick Cage is immediately like, oh, your, your accent, Pennsylvania Dutch. Like, no, just German. I'm from Germany. Just from just from Germany. Sorry. Like, and he's like, you're not American? And she's like, oh, I'm American. I just wasn't born here. He's like, okay, good. Benjamin <laughs> Gates, this is a country full of immigrants. We get the job you know. done. This is a country full of white immigrants, of which I am one. <laughs> yeah. Huh. You know uh, she's American because she's got a collection of uh, George Washington's campaigns buttons, but she's missing one. She's missing yeah, cause one, she, but because she just loves America. <laughs> yeah, I like, I like Chelsea's reaction to this, which was, "Wait, did George Washington even need to campaign? Why do you have buttons?" <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Fair point. <laughs> Yeah, because I don't think there was. A, I think I just after eight years, he was like, "Yeah, I think I should be done now." Yeah, I mean that was. That's I think the, that's yeah. pretty much how it went. Well, that's what makes him such a great man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for stepping down. He established. Yeah, he he could have been king for life, but he chose to step down after only a meager eight years. Yeah. Okay. And established a precedent that we held all the way until that socialist rat fuck FDR ruined everything. <laughs> He said, "Well, he rightfully pointed out, well, there's no rules, so I got to stop." Right. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, anyway, Nick Cage tries and fails to flirt about the buttons. Yeah. Um, After try failing and try to flirt about her heritage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's like, "All right, God, do phrenology on her." I'm gonna, I'm gonna <laughs> neg you about the one you're missing that I have. Yeah. <laughs> I think he does just say I found one once, which is yeah. a ridiculous yeah, thing like, cool. to say. Yeah, like good for you, I guess. Neat. What are you doing here? Yeah, and they, uh, yeah, they explained that they have. They tried to explain it in like the least crazy terms possible. Right. We believe there is some sort of cryptogram uh, showing a cartograph on the back of the declaration. And so she's like, so you think there's a map? And they're like, and yeah, that's where yeah, everyone that else is, thinks yeah. we're crazy. And then she says uh, the trailer line of, you're treasure hunters, aren't you? Well, more like treasure protectors. 
Treasure Protectors. And do you then guys the other remember tra- trailers? Sometimes. Yes, do. For some yeah. reason, this one sticks in my head a lot. I just I also just like when watching things, I I'm like, that would be a line that they would pull for the trailer. Right. Like when she goes, "Did Bigfoot take it?" <laughs> yeah. Right. Okay. I just Nora. We were so we were watching I Am Legend last night. Nora goes, "Hey, that's a line from a trailer," and I'm like, "How do you know? Why do you know the?" Tra- I just. <laughs> I'm baffled by the concept that people remember the trailers for things. Right. That's all. I used to go to the movies a lot, and so I would see the trailers a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's yeah, that's, that's fair. The thing they get drilled as, into as your somebody brain. who does not do this. Yeah, yeah, and you know their their whole bit of marketing is to try to get you to. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Anyway, uh, Nick Cage's fashion, uh, uh-huh. just impeccable. Yeah. He's ready for the Game Awards. <laughs> He's absolutely ready for the Game Awards. <laughs> he does have kind of that Game Awards swagger. You know, kind of an open, like, nice black sports jacket with, like, a flared collared shirt underneath of it. Yeah, and jeans. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but uh, he, he, they, she, Abigail Chase says, no, no, we're not gonna, I, I don't think anybody's gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Uh, and frankly, uh, I think it's safer with all the security around than you think it is. Right. And they yeah. go, well, you know, you got me there. Um, and they uh, leave. And then Nick Cage says, well, I guess we got to steal it. Yeah. <laughs> She's the also proof- like, I saw the back of it. There's nothing on it. <laughs> Except a, a, a watermark that says and they both say it together. Yeah. And I know what she means, but they did say it was a, it was hidden. <laughs> well, they don't say it's invisible until she says that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because that makes them sound even stupider. Yes. Oh, right, yeah. Because I guess Invisible Ink isn't a thing? It's yeah. totally a thing. I know, but people act like, well, that's a ridiculous notion. It it often is a ridiculous notion. Sure. Why would there I, be a map on the back of the Declaration of Independence? You know? Hey, why would there be a map on the Declaration of Independence? <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> well, because you're talking as, about it like it makes fucking sense. Because as John Voigt says later, you know, uh, or not John Voigt, uh, it, it was mean that it like that would be kept for generations yeah i have have a really stupid question that's gonna reveal that i'm no benjamin franklin gates okay you may be more of a riley (laughs) i may be more of a riley we wrote the declaration of independence didn't we like did we not send it to them to read Not really, no. No, okay. I think you just keep that one. That's not much of a declaration if you don't like know to, like I get maybe they wrote a copy. They probably I mean they probably somebody probably read it to them. Sure. I assume. Yeah. I I think that they have sent a message to like England with like, hey, they've declared independence. Yeah. Okay, but like why all the big fucking deal? Like, oh, like John Hancock, he was real brave. He signed his name big and loud. Like, okay, but if no one like looked at it, that could have beheaded well, you. What is who fucking? Well, cares? there were still like British people who didn't want to. I guess that's true. You did have pro-British people in America. Yeah. I don't know. And also, if this had failed, that document, if it you know sure. had not been destroyed, would probably be found, and they would all be hanged. And, that's you know had yeah, that's true. Yeah. I guess. <laughs> anyway, the only way to protect the Declaration is to steal it. Obviously. Obviously. Because no one, anyone that I can just, do anything about this will take it seriously. I think, 
I I know. Listen, I know this is the plot of the film. I understand. Right. Yeah. It is. I am baffled. This man says, well, obviously the United States government can't protect the Declaration of Independence. Right. I must take matters into my own hands to, yeah. to, to, to protect the Declaration of Independence. Right. There's a lot of guys uh-huh. who work for the government. Sure, that's and true. And have guns. Yeah. In Washington, D.C. Well, what we see how, we're going to see firsthand just how ineffectual they are. Yeah. Yeah. Molly, let me posit this. Yeah. The government has created a culture that raises good men like Benjamin Gates, and in that sense, the government is protecting the Declaration. No. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, No. (laughs) Yeah, I mean... the thing that kills me about this movie is the part where he's like, people don't talk like that anymore about right. protecting yeah, justice. Yeah, that, that is the, like, one of like, the wildest lines. Yeah, exactly. yeah, they go and read the declaration and, you know, where it's on display, and he's like, oh, people don't talk like this anymore. They didn't talk like then back then, man. It's just not. Yeah, it's like, it's like trying to look at like a, you know, like how law is written nowadays. It'd be yeah. like, oh, people... Don't talk like that anyway. Like people that don't talk like this. Right. Yeah. Um, so they uh they just they Nicholas Cage has decided he's gonna steal the Declaration of Independence. Riley must be convinced a little bit here. Right. Uh because yeah. obviously it's under the tightest security in history. Yeah. Which, you know, is true. Uh and uh, it doesn't seem like the Ian's plan is any good because he's he's just gonna break in and blow everything up, right? Yeah. Uh, so we have to steal it respectfully. <laughs> We do have to steal it respectfully. Because if he gets his hands on the declaration... Like, that's the only thing they care about. It's not even about the treasure. If he steals the declaration, he'll destroy it. I just don't think that's true. Why would he? <laughs> Why? <laughs> yeah. He's not going to handle it nicely like I would, okay? Well, yeah, I, I get the idea. Maybe it's a very, like, you know, old document. It's very, like, you know, delicate. He could destroy it accidentally or whatever. But, you know. They, well, they're gonna... say they don't exactly treat it with kid gloves either. Yeah, I was about no. to say, when they uh, when they get out of the part where they start caring about it, uh, they stop caring about it a <laughs> they lot. They really stop caring yeah. about it. Uh, I and like I this mean... part where Riley takes Nick Cage to the Library of Congress to show him all the building schematics for every federal building. I, yeah, yeah, this part's great. great. I like it when he leans into the microphone and says, here's the way I'm planning to do all my crimes in the, the Library of Congress. I love the planning wing of the Library of Congress. <laughs> That's one Everyone of the great American it. freedoms. Yeah. <laughs> if you plan a heist in that room, they can't, uh, you know, it, it won't be t- uh, against you in the court of law, but it totally will. Congress shall make no law abridging or oppressing totally sick heists. Yeah. <laughs> Well, like, I mean, like, even after he takes the Declaration of Independence, he just rolls it up and sticks it in his jacket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> in his jacket. Uh, were you trying to steal that? <laughs> that That's a joke that I remember really, like, yeah, vividly. Uh, yeah. Uh, anyway, we get a bunch of high stuff. I don't think that this is of, like, the, the it's higher It's not particularly quality. interesting or good. Uh... You know, I'm a sucker for heist stuff, so even mid-heist stuff, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, well, listen, the part where they explain the heist, not that interesting. The part where he does the heist, better. 
yeah, uh, yeah. I, like I, the bit I like of the preparation is when they use the uh, the laser pointer to make it so that it's super hot. Right. Yeah, when they heat up the the declaration. The yeah. part I like, but not in like a like oh good like fun film way is the one where Nick Cage takes a photo of some dude's badge and then like edits himself <laughs> into it yes. and he just goes I'll buy that <laughs> I like how after we've established just how just airtight lock and key this you know the declaration's under Riley can just slip into a power room and directly tap into the security yeah, camera yeah. lines no and problem. leave a little doohickey back there that no one will touch well, they're not patrolling the subway, Luke. As somebody that has to act as security for a site that has security, I patrol rooms like this. Yeah, no, I know. <laughs> yeah. And I ain't guarding the declaration. Uh, they also booby-trap the one pin that he is going to send to this lady uh, with lemon juice. <laughs> yeah, they put, like, uh, glow-in-the-dark stuff on, like, the coat, the button with it. So yeah. that when she has it, now her fingers have it, and she'll type her password in. Yeah, There's so uh, many points of failure in that idea. It's so, it's yeah. so ridiculous. Um, <laughs> it does, it does kind of rock. Anyway... Uh, nothing happens between what we just described and the actual heist, so we actually, you know what, what we've described is all the parts that were between the heist and the heist planning, so Yeah, we do also get one brief scene of uh, Ian's crew also planning their heist, which is just getting a lot of C4 together Yeah, Yeah. we got explosives, man What the fuck else do you need? Yeah, we're gonna do it on the most popular night in this building, why wouldn't we? Uh Uh-huh, we're bad There's gonna be a million extra people here? Yeah, duh Yeah, again, it's nerds versus jocks Yeah (laughs) <laughs> They're doing this because it's a good distraction. Ian's doing it because he's a dumb shit. Right. Um, yeah, so he uh they they break into the place. He goes and flirts with uh with whatever the fuck her name is. Yeah, Dr. Uh, Chase. Abigail Meridian. Chase. Alright, that's Abigail it. Chase, yeah. No, Dr. Chase Meridian's right, the psychologist from Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's Chase Meridian is the name of my bank. Okay. <laughs> uh, so yeah, uh, he gets in there and he flirts with her a little bit, and she's like, "Wait, is he gonna steal the fucking Declaration of Independence?" That sucks. Yeah, she's he did. she's like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> because every line he said he has in this scene is just, you know, here's to people that do bad things for good reasons, like oh, I don't know, stealing the Declaration of Independence. Let's say, ah, uh, but there I go again. <laughs> He may as well just say it to her face that I'm about to do this, okay? You know, and what she I has love to about be like, well, <laughs> I mean, he's yes. kind of got this, that swag. So, <laughs> my favorite thing about the Declaration of Independence is just what a beacon of democracy and hope and righteousness it is. And my second favorite thing about it is how stealable it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. Anyway, let me take that champagne glass back from you. Yeah, let me. Can I take that? Thanks. I don't need it for any particular reason. No, 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 no. Just no. Let me get that out of your way. Yeah. Uh, so he also yeah, has he, this whole like really fucking real Nick Cage uh, delivery on this bit where he's like, oh, "I would just like to uh, toast to the founding fathers who uh, were you know terrorists, and had they lost the war, they would have been you know uh, 
tarred and feathered, you know, quarter drawn and quartered. Uh, oh, and, and my fa- my personal fa- my personal favorite uh, had their entrails taken out and burned. And burned. and burned. Yeah. He just, he really, they, he got him to let the Nick Cage out for the, they let him out of his cage on that one. Yeah. Yeah. They, he, yeah. He put some, he put some sauce on it. Yeah. I mean, that's what you hire him for. Right. Uh, anyway. Uh, so Ian's breaking in now. Uh, Nick Cage has to do his thing where he has to make sure he can get the fingerprint off of this, uh, this glass. He does. Great. Yeah. Everything's great. Life yeah, it's is a so real, good. like, you know, he's trying to be delicate and precise, and Ian's just a bulldozer, just blowing everything up. He's just blowing all the stuff up, and they're in the sewers. They just knock o- de- uh, over a security guard, and... They tase him to knock him out. Yeah. Yeah. That is, apparently, <laughs> apparently that will KO you now. They will later use guns to shoot people. I don't know why they don't just murder this man. Well, they could have, but uh, it's only funnier if he tries to shoot it in a cage, I guess. Yeah. I, I, yeah. My, like, if I had to, like, come up with a reason, uh-huh. it's because it's a biometric scanner and it needs to, like, have a pulse. Maybe? Wait, what is? The, because the they're going to use his thumbprint in a minute here to get through the door. Oh, okay. You think so? Do you think it needs a pulse? Or if not, like, a, like, like an element of heat. Well, I mean, if they shoot him, he'll still have body heat. Yeah, my actual explanation is this is a Disney movie. Right, the actual yeah, reason no, no, is they no, can shoot sure. at Nick Cage because they're going to miss Nick Cage. They can't shoot at this guy because they'd hit him. Yeah. Yes. Uh, anyway, uh, they, uh, they go sneaking in there. Uh, Nick Cage uses her fingerprint or thumbprint to get downstairs. He's all I cool love about he gets it. it. Nick Cage goes in this elevator. He's like, oh, an elevator. Huh. How Ooh. novel. Didn't know Ooh. that was what was behind this door. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they get down there. He's he's making his way in. They try and figure out the password based on the letters that she's touched on the <laughs> keyboard. Right. Uh, and, uh, you know, here's the letters are A-E-F-G-L-O-R-V-Y. Uh, and the guy puts it into his anagram generator. The uh, most which, 2000s yeah. ass anagram <laughs> generator. It does whip. Um, <laughs> so he does that, and he's like, well, none of these make any fucking sense. And Nick Cage goes, well, obviously it's Valley Forge. She had because, the password, because the password to get into the building of America, the America's security systems is just battle of blank. <laughs> <laughs> and you can use any battle. Uh, right. That was that was from the Revolutionary War, uh-huh. and it would work. Yeah, th- th- that's their uh, like um, as part of their onboarding. They're like, "All right, we well, need to choose your password. It has to relate to American history. Uh-huh. <laughs> Do not use any special characters, numbers, or <laughs> no underscores." You know, two thousand four was a different time. We didn't understand passwords like that back then. <laughs> I, I would like if like. He was like, all right, I got to put, it's Valley Forge, but there's an exclamation mark in the middle. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I really got to criticize Riley's shit-ass anagram generator that he didn't consider that, like, keys might be hit more than once. Honestly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Uh, anyway, he's, he's trying to steal the Declaration of Independence. He's trying to open the case, which has a lot of screws in it, which this, you know, yeah. really just throws the whole situation in here. Yeah, he's just um, got, like, a drill that he's trying to undo these screws with, but, ooh, it's taking time. It's taking yeah, time, it, it, and then... Riley throws a screw into our situation here. Yeah. Riley loses the, the security feed, uh, because 
Ian's team is in there, and he's like, "Well, fuck! I guess I got to take out this whole enormous frame with me. Uh, I'll just, I'll just finish on doing it in the elevator." Yeah, <laughs> which I, not the greatest plan, I don't think, but it uh-huh, worked. No, I like the bit of him using the Declaration of Independence as a shield. Yes, I yeah. think that's a fun bit. Well, truly, it is a fun bit. Isn't the Declaration of Independence a shield <laughs> for all Americans? All right, no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Yeah, like, that would be the Constitution. Well, I mean, sure, perhaps, you know, I I think they can both be, you know, layers of shielding. We're, you know, we're protected by the the hope and the... Yeah, anyway, uh, Abigail is like, wait a minute, that Paul Brown guy doesn't exist! (laughs) Yeah. Uh, And, yeah, Nick Cage tries to get out through the gift shop, and they see his... Actual Declaration of Independence, they're like, you trying to steal that? <laughs> right, like, oh, no, I'm caught. But actually, she thinks he's stealing a replica declaration that they're selling. Yeah. He tries to go with cash, but he doesn't have enough. He doesn't have enough cash to pay for it, because it's $35. <laughs> she says, it's $35, and he's like, wow, really, for this? Um, well, let's see. I have uh, $32 and some change. Like, he's trying to convince her to take it for not the yeah. whole price. <laughs> She's like... This is a store, sir. Sir, I am making seven twenty-five an hour at best. You are not getting out of here without paying me full price for this fucking thing. <laughs> it must have been so weird for her to th- for then, because he then goes, "Well, if I'm going to use a credit card, I'll buy two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I suppose that is true. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So anyway, he pays he pays with his card, which ruins the whole plan because now they're gonna know that it was right. him. He left a paper trail. Yeah. Uh, Abigail sees him leaving the place, and she's like, well, he's definitely got the Declaration of Independence, so I do have to follow him out of here. Um, so he's walking towards the van with everything. She's running behind him, and then he decides he will stop and speak to her instead of just getting in the van. Just get in the fucking van, my guy. I know you're horny, but come on. Come on. Yeah, and the, the alarm goes off, and he's like, all right, here's the Declaration of Independence. Here you go. I, and, yeah, like, Riley the entire time is like, dude, just get in the van, just get in the van, just get in the van, just get in the van. Uh, and, yeah, they drive off, and Nick Cage at no point doesn't think that, like, I know Ian is going to steal this. Maybe me giving her the (laughs) fake one, the fake declaration might lead to her being in trouble. <laughs> but no, she just Ian, gets kidnapped off the street as a food cut, uh, like a food truck drives by and a guy shoots them. Yes. Uh, so they decide, well, we have to save her because I love her. Right. But I don't know that yet. Because she's yeah. girl. Because she's girl. You see, she's girl and also a nerd. So she must yeah. be on yeah. our side. So she's right. us. Uh, so, yeah, they there's a long chase that's honestly not very interesting. No. No. Which is fucked up. You, If you're going to put the car chase in, it has to be good. But it's just fans. There's a lot of car, bad car chases out there. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's funny to me that for this, fa- this food truck that they are using as part of their heist, they still have all the food truck stuff in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they got like, frying pans and everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it's got to be a convincing illusion. 
Is this Riley's uh, van? Yeah, I believe this is Riley's van. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, at least in Ocean's 8, when they had a food truck, uh, you also had Rihanna making food in it. <laughs> yeah, right. That's right. true. Uh, but yeah, she's swinging out the back of it. Nick Cage is trying to get her. You know, Ian gets the declaration, but they get the girl and get away. And, oh, dang, what are we going to do? Oh, actually. Th- this has a barcode on it. <laughs> this is it's a fake declaration. He bought two at the at the gift shop. Yeah. And he's like, oh, well played. Oh, well played, oh, Ben. Oh, I did. <laughs> 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 I, I screenshotted it, but there's a moment in the movie where after Riley hacks in, he just goes uh, like, alright <laughs> in a bad British accent <laughs> yeah so, uh, yeah, he uh, they, they steal the Declaration of Independence, the FBI guys show up at the place, it's not that interesting no. yeah, it's Harvey Keitel Harvey it's Keitel. Harvey Keitel, he's Keiteling it up yeah, he's doing his thing <laughs> yeah don't worry, everyone. Um, the then, wolf is here. We're gonna catch the bad guys. Yeah, and he's like, "Well, no one knows that they stole the Declaration of Independence, so let's just say that they didn't get anything, and we'll just do this on our own." Yeah, yeah, this is our own thing. Nobody else has to know. Um, yeah. So uh, Nick Cage explains to uh, Doctor Chase, like, "Yeah, no, I'm, I'm the, I'm the Gates guy," and she's like, "Oh, you've got to be fucking kidding me! You're the Gates oh, you're, guy, you're fucking crazy. With a conspiracy theory." And he's like, "It's not a conspiracy <laughs> theory." theory. Uh, but uh, you know, they they get away and then they go to a park to think about what they should do next because he yeah. uh, paid for the declaration with this little credit card, so they're gonna have yeah. all his info. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're looking at him on the, and like, oh yeah, the person's, like, you know, like the cashier said that he was flustered. (laughs) Yeah. Now, the FBI is having, like, a hard time, you know, tracking this guy down after this point. You know, it's gonna be a whole, you know, cat and mouse thing for the rest of this movie. I feel like this happens in real life. Every fucking, like, off-duty, like... FBI agent, National Guard soldier. I don't care what fucking murder you are solving. What you're solving right now is this. <laughs> yeah, what you're solving is who who stole the goddamn Declaration of Independence. It's not just these how five many guys. Innocent people die because you're not doing your normal job, fucker. Yeah, like also, I think in like a normal world, like they would put this dude's face on TV. That's also true. Oh, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Um, That's just, yeah. they don't do that. You're right. I didn't they, think yeah. about that. No, they don't do it because they would fuck up the movie. <laughs> right. And that's, I guess that's why they're trying to set up this thing at the beginning. Like, well, no one knows the declaration got stolen. So let's just save face and pretend like it didn't get stolen. Yeah. But they could still say that, like, hey, this dude is a wanted criminal. <laughs> well, and I guess, you know what? That's why Harvey Cartel is a Templar. At the end. That's true. Because yeah. you can retro, like, why they do such a bad job catching him? He didn't really want to catch him. Yeah, he didn't, you know, he's he's just about trying to get this treasure. Yeah. Why? Whatever. Um, so, <laughs> uh, they they stop at the park to think about this, and they yeah. do all of the funniest sexist gags they can do. They could fit into, a, like, a three-minute scene. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. About how this woman is obnoxious and won't shut up. Right. Um, it's, this is a runner, don't worry. 
it's incredible how many uh, stereotypes this woman is. It's all of them. Ah! Yeah. They they check them all. Yeah. Uh huh. The part I like during the whole park scene is when we cut back to Ian and uh, he's like looking over and he like has the silence thing. He like circles it and it's like capitalized and he's like, do you know why this is capitalized? And the guy just goes, because it's important. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, no. (laughs) You fucking idiot. (laughs) You fucking moron. Uh, It's because there was a guy named Silence Do-Good. Yeah. Who wrote some letters. Uh... Benjamin Franklin pretended to be an old lady. Well, yeah, Silas yeah. do good when he was fourteen to write in anonymously to his brother's newspaper. Can I just troll say his little brother or troll his big brother? That story alone makes me hate Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> <laughs> well, the most relatable part of it, like the the most like the part that tips off that it is in fact Benjamin Franklin, is that he's posing as an old lady. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yeah, Ian, Ian figures it out. He's like, well, I, ju- I guess I'll just, like, hang out and I'll figure it out because I don't actually need the Declaration of Independence to follow him around. So right. I'll just do that, uh, which yeah. works out great. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, we got to go to my dad's house. And, yeah, she, Abigail, decides that she is going to stay with them as long as... Uh, they have the declaration because she she's in charge of it. Yeah, it's it's her job to make sure they don't fuck it up. Yeah. And then they get into their dad's house or into his dad's house, and she's like, "Well, maybe I will fuck up the declaration just a little bit, though. Just a little bit, though. Just like a little bit to see if he's right." I do gotta yeah. love like the FBI does go to Ben's house and like it's full of American memorabilia and then like a makeshift clean room in the middle of it. What kind of fucking white supremacist terrorist do they think they're dealing with at this point? <laughs> no, they know Benjamin Gates. They're like, oh, yeah, the... Oh, yeah, this they know him already? Yeah, they, yeah, I think they refer to him... At, you know, they, they call him Benjamin Gates. Well, no, they, they learn that when he's in the apartment, right? Because they know his name, but he's like, wow, he went to college for, like, engineering and scuba diving and history. What did this guy want to be? We, find me out everything about this crazy guy. I thought that they, like, in, like, before they go to his place, they're like, oh, isn't he, like, that historian, or? Yeah, I, I don't remember the order of the exposition gets doled out. And again, Harvey Keitel's revolver ocelotting this whole thing, so. Yeah. Also, the FBI don't care about white nationalists. <laughs> well, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so they, so they go to John Voight's house, and he's there. I... The, the the joke I like with John Voight here is he's like, is this about the like the treasure? Nick Cage is like, what? No, what? It's about the treasure. <laughs> well, then John Voight looks at the girl and goes, "Was she pregnant? <laughs> are you are you gonna let your your god your grandson stay out in the cold?" <laughs> John John Voight. And then of John course she has Voight. to whisper to Riley, like, "Do I look pregnant?" Right. Uh, uh-huh. yeah. yeah. Shut up. Boo. I'm sorry, I know we're moving super slow, but I did just look at uh, Ian working on the code again, and in the margins of his paper, he did draw a bunch of pipes. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like, yeah. one of them's smoking. He's just having a little bit of fun. He's, he's, these are my thinking pipes. <laughs> I'm not going to smoke the actual pipe. No, God, no. No, jo- but John I'm going to draw offering ones. a uh, cold pizza is yes. <laughs> my aesthetic. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, it's also very funny to me that everyone else has, like, those super nice gloves that they have for messing around with, you know, important documents. Right. And Riley has uh, yellow kitchen gloves. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, they didn't plan for three people. Yeah. They did right. plan for two. Uh, uh, and also, they're in somebody else's house. Weird situation. Weird situation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, John it's Boy a weird keeps situation. On saying, to to put it in the oven. Yeah. Yeah, he's like, "Well, just fry this motherfucker." Well, you, yeah. you got to heat it up to get invisible ink to show. That's how it works. Yeah, but then uh they, you know, they try to use the the solution without well, any heat. The lemon juice. The lemon juice. Uh, I like and, uh uh what's her name? <laughs> Going like, "I'm not going to let you smear lemon juice all over the declaration. I'm going to smear lemon juice all over I'm the declaration." I'm it's trained same, to do this. It's the same thing. That, it's the same thing Nick Cage pulled about the Declaration. It's how you know that they're going to be together, right? Yeah. Nick Nick Cage. He is about to just squeeze a lemon on it, though. <laughs> He's just holding a lemon above yeah, it, ready to just squeeze. Rather than like using the Q-tips they brought out specifically for this purpose, he is just <laughs> going to squeeze the lemon on there. Uh-huh. Which you know, maybe not uh, the way to do it. No. Yeah. Uh. And then, so they need the silent do good letters, and John Void's like, no, I don't have them, though. Yeah, yeah I, I used donated to them, them to anymore. a fucking museum. And as one of our forefathers said, it belongs in a museum. I love that they needed to go to his apartment originally because he's got the scans of the letters, but since they can't go to the apartment, they just gotta go to his dad for the real letters. The idea that there might be copies of those scans anywhere in the universe, no, impossible. Yeah, it's just not possible. There are the originals, and there's a single set of copies. That's it. That I have because my dad had the letters. <laughs> Why would he what? have the... Man, that's, that is insane, but whatever. He found um, them in a drawer he bought or some shit. God. That's what he says. Yeah. That's a uh, quite the quite the coinky dink there. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so they, they figure out there is a code on the back of there, but they they have to use heat. By which they'll both get really close together and breathe on the declaration. Because that's definitely enough it's heat very to make sexy. this work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it, first, it's enough heat to make it work. And also, this is a, this nice little me cute, you know. Yeah, you know, they're falling in love as they do this yeah, declaration as heist. As they do this declaration heist. I like you know, the idea nice. that John Voight is like, I'm not about all this, like, you know, national treasure. <laughs> You know, conspiracy bullshit. I am also super into American history still, though. Well, yeah, he was super into it as a younger man, and he gave all that up. He put away childish things like national treasures. Yeah, he had a kid. But deep down, he really wants that national treasure. He yeah, does. I guess just like the fact that when we see him so young in the original, in the opening. <laughs> right, of course. He's practically a boy himself at that point. And I just figured that he was always kind of like, this is bullshit. Right, right. I love that, like, the, yeah, they put a little bit of lemon juice on to find the watermark to prove there's something here. And they're like, oh, we need more lemons and heat. And they go into John Voight's refrigerator where he just has a giant plate of lemons just ready to go. <laughs> I, I just have a plate of lemons in my fridge. Doesn't everyone? <laughs> Do you guys not have a plate of lemons? You One know? of the highest rated letterbox reviews is just someone going, John Voight had a lot of lemons for a single man. <laughs> <laughs> it's true he did that makes me so happy that someone else noticed that <laughs> I feel like that's the small sip of milk of this <laughs> yeah absolutely 
they go to Philadelphia. I like the little bit with the kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, they're paying the kid... a kid to run across the street and decode the letters for them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, but for whatever reason, John Voight is just dancing around the fact that he does not have the letters anymore. Well, yeah, Very... he's embarrassed. He's like, well, I can't help you, actually. Well, I can't help you because I don't have the letters. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, uh, what's yeah, Oh my god, the declaration. Ah! Like, well, right, now we're we gonna tie you up, up so it looks like you're yeah. not helping us. Yeah. And then the FBI gets there, and they're like, you know we don't believe you, right? And they're like, he stole my car. <laughs> Damn, he did steal my car, though. He did? Uh, he did. Yeah, so they're they're in Philadelphia. Uh, and the they, they get the kid gets Riley the letters. About uh, roast Riley about how bad his ends look. Uh-huh. Uh, the kid is only paid, like, a couple dollars, which I feel like they could. <laughs> they give him a dollar per set of instructions. Yeah. I feel like which, give the kid all of them at once so you don't run into the exact problem they run into. Yeah, I guess I don't... I, I just don't yeah, under... I, whatever. <laughs> I, I don't understand, yeah, like, why this is a piecemeal situation. Right, because Sean Bean notices this little boy running back and forth, staring at the letters and uh, writing down random letters out of them. Yeah, and he's like, well, that seems like something that wouldn't just be happening. Yeah. Uh, and luckily, uh, the exact thing that is the end of it drives by. Right, because it's pass and something. But then a bus stops with, like, an advertisement to tour the Liberty Bell, and he sees Pass and Stowe. So he just leaves without the kid, like, giving him the last letter, so Sean Bean's none the wiser. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it is kind of fucked up, uh, that, I just think that that is a really bad N. It is a bad N, it looks like it's an R. It's a really bad N, it does look like an R. Yeah, yeah it is, is right. it is. Yeah, no, that kid was right to roast him. Yeah. yeah. Cut to Abigail and Ben in the unisex changing room at this clothing <laughs> store. Yeah, no idea what's happening here. What the <laughs> fuck is this? They just let you wear the clothes out? Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> I, I, that I, isn't crazy to me. It's more just like, yeah, there's two changing rooms that aren't even, like, sequestered off from each other. And they're just talking. Like, wouldn't you have, like, a, a men's and a women's section for this? Philly's different, man. I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> I also love that, like, you only see them from, like, the shoulders up and, like, the calves down. But they, you can yeah. tell Nick Cage is wearing a t-shirt the whole time. And Abigail, though, she is naked. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I saw this uh, outfit at, like, a uh, museum exhibit of all the, like, Disney out, like, costuming. Okay. Uh, and it's just extremely funny to me that, like, and yeah, it's, like, it's just from Abercrombie and Fitch. Yeah, like, this is just, like, a fucking J.C. Penny catalog model. Yeah, extremely. But it's see, a nice like, outfit, but it's not, like, wow, the magic of movies, the costumes. It had also the little leather uh, roll for the Declaration of Independence. Oh, well, you should have said that well, in the first place, of course, yeah, now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I brought this up to Molly a while ago because they also had the Brandy uh, Cinderella outfits, which I was much more excited about. Yeah, yeah. Way cooler. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, the riddle, you know, the, the clue on the back of the Declaration of Independence led, of course, to the Silence Do Good Letters, which themselves have another riddle in them. 
Yeah. Uh, to the Liberty Bell. To the Liberty of- Bell. But at a certain time, what time could it be? <laughs> and Nick Cage needs one of those hundred dollar bills back that he paid for his clothes with. And the yeah. lady's like, no, fuck you. <laughs> that's, that's not how this works. Yeah, that's yeah. not how this works, okay? And he's like, oh, uh, well, you can you can hold on to my watch. Uh, it's very valuable. It's a diver's watch. She's like, oh, whatever. Yeah, she, do you think my boss is going to pawn this? Like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I, I definitely have had something where it's like, in getting like something from a clerk, I had to like give them something valuable to like make sure I come sure. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's not but usually yeah, he, just $100, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but he uses a water bottle as a magnifying glass as he's explaining that the person that drafted, like, the art on the back of the $100 bill was Benjamin Franklin's friend. And it's Liberty Hall right there, so it's got a clock on it, and he now he knows what time to go to the Liberty Bell. Uh, yeah, and this is the one part where Riley is smarter than the other two. Right, he's like, oh, so shit, excited. Oh, we're an hour late, we gotta come back tomorrow. And he's like, no, 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 no. Because it's daylight savings right now, and that didn't get invented until later. I thought this was the funniest thing ever, and it's mostly just like, damn, this is going on a while, huh? Yeah, when I was a kid, this was just, like, high comedy. (laughs) Yeah, this was extremely funny. Again, I thought that this would be something that I would do in the future, so I'd be like, all right, like, here's the the cadence I need to copy. Yeah. Of course. I, I probably, for a couple of years... My joke style was similar to a Riley type character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. So uh, they all go to the um, yeah Liberty Hall. Sean Bean has like cornered this kid and is getting some stuff out of him, but you know, he, all he has is the last four letters. He doesn't remember the rest. Stowe. and they just Google no <laughs> the Yahoo search. Excuse me. Yeah, the Yahoo yeah. search, please. <laughs> Like, stow Declaration of Independence and get Liberty Bell results. Like, ah, oh, fuck, we gotta go to Liberty Bell. Which, you know... It's easy. It's... With the... With, uh, they think they could have crushed this one, I think. I think they could have gotten to this treasure way faster. <laughs> yeah! Just seems like you just needed to Google a couple places. It just... Well, that's the thing, though. Ben Gates is all about, like, he wants to... He wants to play the fun treasure hunt that the Founding Fathers left behind just for him. And Ian keeps ruining it with Google. <laughs> he keeps ruining it with Yahoo Search. He probably he would not have known the the two o'clock or the three o'clock shadow thing. That is true. I guess, but he didn't need the glasses. <laughs> you just, uh, you just, I guess, I, I guess he did because that's how you get the here at the wall thing. Right. You got to know about Trinity Church. You got to know about Trinity Church, but that's it. That's what, that's the last place you got to go. You just go down. Yeah. You just it's bust in there and you place. break some shut open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, nobody's Phil- here. They're in Philadelphia at this point. They gotta figure out that they need to go to fucking New York. Yeah. Um, I I'm sure when these guys uh like thought of all of this, all the founding fathers, yeah, they were like, this will take someone like decades to get across the country this many times. <laughs> right, right. They figured it out pretty quick. Yeah, but uh. Yeah, Nick Cage goes up to the, like, Liberty Bell Hall Tower. Right, because that's the other part of it. You don't actually need to go to the Liberty Bell, because it's not at Liberty Hall anymore, you dipshit, motherfucker. Right, right yeah. yes. Yeah, uh, they, they need to go to Liberty Hall. Yeah, and, you know, it's a fucking Breath of the Wild shrine trial. Where, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the most annoying ones. Yeah, the one where you just gotta, like, stand up there and wait for time to pass until the shadow hits the thing. 
there was a time period where uh, Walt Disney was trying to buy the Liberty Bell. <laughs> of course they were. Why wouldn't they? Like, well, specifically Walt, Walt Disney. Oh, the Walter man. Disney himself. I see. Yes. Yeah. Again, of and, course he would. Why wouldn't he? Yeah, no, because he's fucking crazy. Yeah. Uh, but I really want the moment where then uh, we get like that great synergy of uh, them having to go into Disneyland <laughs> <laughs> and find the, the the original Liberty Bell. Yeah. No, it's hard. Ashley, I can't believe you would like it if there was a sequence in this movie set in Disneyland. I know, That's fucking wild. <laughs> but you just like, I just want to see like Nick Cage with the Mickey ears. He's like, well, this is a great place. <laughs> maybe, maybe in the Book of Secrets. I don't know. No, it's not in the Book of Secrets. Uh, if oh, only they okay. went to the Hall of Presidents in the Book of Secrets. Yeah, if only. What if God. they hit? Because you guys to kidnap the president in that one, right? What if they hit in the Hall of Presidents? They kidnap the president? I, I think do. so. Yeah, I think instead yeah. of stealing the Declaration of Independence, he has to kidnap the president. Yeah, he's All like, right. that's the, the trailer, but he's like, I gotta kidnap the president. Sure. They really, that's why there's no National Treasure 3. They went too big too fast. Yeah, they, yeah, <laughs> they, they could have taken a couple steps. They, we could have we held Congress hostage first. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but he went right to the top. Yeah. Yeah, they, Come on, they man. got the, they get the really cool glasses the cool 3D glasses. Yeah, they get cool 3D glasses that Benjamin Franklin invented so that you can look and see the secret decoder ring messages on the back of the Declaration of yeah. Independence. And National Treasure 3 is going to be like, we have to kill a Supreme Court justice. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think the TV show is about? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's why they're, they're going to do a human sacrifice type deal. Right. <laughs> I, I did notice, I was like, we were talking about, uh, you know, how it's weird that the you know, that Incan pyramid on it. Yeah. The National Treasure 2 Book of Secrets does have a thing of the Empire, uh, the Empire State Building, no, not the, of the Eiffel Tower. Oh, okay. But that makes more sense to me because Benjamin Franklin was all about those French women. That's true, <laughs> that's love true. French women. Yeah. He, it makes sense that he'd be like, eh, I'll throw a... <laughs> A you know a treasure clue in my villa, my you know vacation villa. I'll throw a treasure clue between the bosom of this French milf. <laughs> yep. <laughs> That's it. Yep. Um, but I also like the brick that the fancy glasses was hidden in. Just has the fucking Freemason symbol engraved in it. Like, well, yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> much naturally. like the Breath of the Wild puzzles. Like, no, I kind of knew where the. Where the thing was before I even waited for the shadow to fall was pretty obvious. Yeah, it's where the giant, like, shrine place is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nick Cage has a little, like, moment where he almost creams himself because, like, the last time the Declaration of Independence was in this room, it was being signed. This was the part where I was like, oh my god, this is ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> this, that... We kind of glossed over when they're in the changing room. And he's talking about like, well, gee, I just really believe in my heart that the treasure's real, and I just want to, like, he talks about the treasure the way like a Christian talks about the about Lord God. Jesus. Yeah, and he talks about American history like it's the Bible. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it is to him. Uh huh. Yeah. Listen, American history is the shit. <laughs> right. <laughs> Again, straight down to oh, I have to like. 
like pick apart and bend this uh, history into different directions to get the interpretation I want out of it. Well, I mean, this is like secular American totally. Da Vinci Code. Fucking yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the yeah. This is like the family friendly Da Vinci Code. Right. But it's about American history. Yeah, it's yeah. absolutely that. Uh, it's Da Vinci Code for people that weren't allowed to watch the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> I, I got to watch the Da Vinci Code and read the Da Vinci Code. And it was the first place I experienced, like, and, like, recognized, like, horrible transphobia and realized that it affected me. <laughs> oh, I didn't Someone even know. I didn't remember that, that was cis. It. Uh, it's only in the book. At one point, he's, like, going in a cab, like, through, like, a sketchy part of Paris. Uh-huh. And he is talking about all the sex workers that he sees. I see. And he sees, like, oh, like, a, a beautiful woman who then, uh, you know, lifted her skirt to reveal that he was not a woman at all. Oh, sure. Okay. Of course. Yeah, my parents were, re- like, especially my dad was, like, mm, he was wary of letting me read that Da Vinci Code. But, well, I guess he'll trust that he raised a good Christian lad up who won't be corrupted by a book. <laughs> well, that didn't go great for him. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know. <laughs> not that book, but. Yeah. Uh, he, he did not trust me with Dungeons and Dragons, though. I had to lie about what I was doing when I went to play Dungeons and Dragons with friends. Of course, of course. <laughs> we're, we're just going to go play Risk. I love history. That does take approximately as long. Exactly. It was a perfect lie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they split up, and this is leads to another moment that I, like, vividly remember. Yeah. As being, like, a big, like, audience laugh moment. Oh, right, yeah, she yeah. ducks behind a counter, and she's like, oh, unless you're a piece of steak, you can't be here. And, like, I'm trying to hide from my husband. Baldy, you could stay as long as you want, honey. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Um, when he does find the glasses, he does bring them back to everybody and says, look, an ocular device. <laughs> it's some kind of ocular device. device. He oh, also think- does not figure out that you can move the lenses despite it being very clear you can move the lenses. Yeah, Harvey Keitel's gotta solve that part for him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and he, like, the Abigail's like, oh, I think Benjamin Franklin worked on one of these and I, I think he worked on this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think this was it. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? <laughs> ben had a lot of spare time to work on this shit, huh? Yeah. Yeah. They're going to unroll the declaration in the middle of this place. And hang on, let me look on the back. It's a holographic Pokemon card. <laughs> that you can only see with the glasses. Uh-huh. Benjamin Franklin is the kind of guy who would be really into, like, puzzles and riddles. <laughs> that yeah. Is, that counts, like, true to me. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's true. Anyway, I just needed to get that out there because he does say it's, it is a holograph. and it is nuts. Yeah. 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 And then he does say spectacles. Yeah. Riley, hand me the spectacles. Yeah. I love that Nick Cage has to do a big, long, convoluted action chase scene to get away from these thugs. Uh, he's got to just, like, juke and fake him out. He hits one of them with the little, like, poster container that's actually yeah. empty. Uh, and then he's got to run from another one, like, across rooftops, and he gets away, and then he calls up the others, like, yeah, we got caught. He's like, God damn it, guys. God damn it, you guys. And then he gets yeah. caught by the FBI, so. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, 
they accidentally drop the Declaration of Independence in the middle of a crossroad. In the middle of a street, yeah. Uh-huh. It like almost gets run over twice before Sean Bean just walks out and picks it up. And he's like, oh, what's all this then? <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, another chase scene that doesn't matter, of course, that leads to the FBI thing. Yeah. Uh, and then they gotta make a deal to get him out of the FBI custody. Well, yeah, Harvey yeah. Keitel is just like, well, let me uh, let me give you your options here. Either you can go to prison for a very long time, or you can help us get the declaration back and still go to prison for a very long time. But you feel better about it. Is there, <laughs> yeah. is there a way for me not to go to prison? Someone's got to go to prison. <laughs> Yeah, I do like the line, somebody's got to go to prison. <laughs> like, listen, an amount of illegal activities have happened. Someone will need to go to dead prison for this. I don't care who, but somebody. Yeah. The guy who did it? Uh, maybe. Maybe. I'll think about it. Anyway, it's time to take a call uh, and trace this call back to, you know. With your flip uh, phone. Yeah, on my flip phone, back to the crew. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's Ian. Uh, we're gonna meet you on the deck of whatever ship this is. I don't fucking care. Uh, and then they do a whole FBI sting operation where Ben needs to meet up with Ian and gets the declaration back, and he wants all the artifacts, too. Uh, and they're like, yeah, of course we're gonna do that. And then they get Ben out of there by letting him jump off the boat? Yeah, huh? Yeah. Because he's a diver. They established that earlier. I know, but, like, I just don't understand how you don't have a guy preventing him from jumping off the boat. That's all. Well, you know. They, they, I know. They had, to, they had to maintain a difference so that no one could see that they were cut. They were FBI agents. Yeah, it's really, it's really obvious. <laughs> yeah. Uh, this is definitely not a part of the movie that I think needed to be as no, long sure. as it is. <laughs> yeah. This is a, you can make 20 minutes of cuts here. Yeah, you could trim, trim this part down. Uh, yeah, so, uh, there's, yeah, there's just this whole part where he gets away from the FBI. convoluted for what just ends up Nick Cage jumps in the water. Yeah. Yeah, that's all it is. Uh, and then they're like, oh, yeah, we found your girlfriend. She doesn't stop talking, and she's like, that's the, that's my woman. Yeah, huh? That's how I know you really found her, because she just do not stop talking. Because she's so annoying. I like the uh, I like the line about like can you see anything under the water and it's like sir it's the Hudson it's <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah no <laughs> uh yeah so Nick they Cage, uh, sh- like don't worry if he's in there for ten more seconds he should die <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so they lose him because they use a little underwater thingy to scoot him over to a different yeah. dock that's not right. that far away but you know. Far yeah. Th- yeah, thrown into a, a car with, you know, th- who's going you know, to take him to Sean Bean, gets a call from his buddies. They're like, don't worry, we're tracking you by GPS. If they take you anywhere other than where they're supposed to, we'll know and we can call the FBI. Yeah. And he's like, Definitely right, cool. a good plan, guys. Don't worry. I like that they're, all, they're probably just at a Starbucks. Yeah, yeah. They're like <laughs> an internet cafe. Uh, but yeah, they, they do that, and then they realize, well, I guess we are being double-crossed, because there's more of them than there are of us, and also they have guns. So we'll meet you at the Trinity Church, but it's gonna go poorly. <laughs> yeah, they really didn't think this through. No. Like, uh, I mean, they got him out of FBI custody, but, like, into the from the fire into the frying pan. <laughs> yeah. 
So they uh they get Ian uh there and he talks to Ben and uh Ian's like, Okay, so where's the treasure? And he's like, Here. It's it's under you right now. Uh technically true. Yeah. Uh but then he's gonna exchange all the documents to Ben because Ben wants to give all the stuff back to the US government because he's a good little bootlicker. Uh, right. And Ian's like, well, I can't just let you do that if I don't have the treasure in my hands. So uh, I guess what I'll do is just kidnap everybody involved. And I also have your dad. So yeah. you remember your dad? He was a character earlier on in this movie. He's a character. <laughs> yeah. again. Uh-huh. You know, I'm looking at Sean Bean in this scene. He would have made a good liquid snake if they'd made a Metal Gear movie these days. Sure. Yeah, I believe you. He, he could have done it. Would have been good. Moments pass now, but, you know, there was a yeah, time. Yeah, I don't think he could do it anymore. It'd be a different movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so they go into the church. There's nobody at this church. No. No. Uh, which is good, because we're going to do some, like, weird declaration shit. And he's like, wow, look at this with the glasses on. And he's like, oh, my God, there is more stuff when you move yeah. the lenses. I can move these lenses around and get another message. And he can't help but be excited and show Ian. He's like, dude, check this. You're not going to yeah. believe this. And Ian's like, you know, that is pretty tight. Can you tell me where my money is? Please and thank <laughs> yeah. you. Yeah. Well, it's and, at Parkington Lane, of course. And, like, there's another big part of this where they're like, what, how could a street be in a... <laughs> a street you know, be in, in a, a church? church? And I'm like, they've got, like, bodies there. One of them is named Parkington Lane. <laughs> the, the other thing about this movie yeah. is that it depends on the geography of New York City and Philadelphia and uh, various other locations not having changed at all since when they planted these clues. Well, to be fair, part of it is that they have changed in some cases. Like, you know, the clue is here at the wall, but here is now Broadway, and you have to know that. Yeah, but also um, the thing with the, the bell tower is yeah. bonkers. <laughs> Yeah, I guess that's why they put the Freemason symbol as a backup. <laughs> yeah, as a backup. He's like, just in case somebody gets rid of this building later, boy, I hope nobody breaks this brick specifically. Right, right. Yeah. I, I like it. It is like a weird thing where that everyone just ac- accepts where it's like as like a smart decision where it's like, well, all of this is so important. <laughs> yeah, that- I, I get that on some level, but on the other, it's like, man, it's a lot to have to go right after yeah. two hundred years. Yeah. Hey, why did they even want anybody to find the treasure? It seems like they just wanted it buried forever. I have no idea. Yeah. Well, just so, so they could give it back to the U.S. government at some point when they I needed guess, the money. Yeah. When yeah. They can, they can reclaim the philosopher's legacy. The thing that John Voight says makes, makes way more sense as a plan of they made right. up all these clues to d- distract the British. Right. Yes. Um, this is also the part of the movie where I go, oh, my God, there's 30 minutes left. Yeah. Yeah. You a lot of the action scenes in here you don't need. No. Uh, I do like how John Voight's whole thing is like, you're just gonna, that clue's gonna lead to another clue and another clue. And an, you don't get it, Ben, when nobody's ever found the next clue before this movie. Yeah, it's this, he he keeps saying that, like, he's found clues before. <laughs> yeah, but that's the first We just had the one clue, clue and then Nick Cage solved it. <laughs> it yeah. does, like, kind of kill his character of, like, uh, it's just always going to be the same shit. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no, it's not been the same shit from minute one, my guy. Uh, we get a coffin flop. We do get a coffin flop. Thank you. 
<laughs> As oh, they pull oh. Parkington Lane out, yeah, they just collapse through the f- the floor of their coffin. Oh, yes. Yeah, but behind them, there is a secret passage into an enormous cavern beneath this church. Nobody, uh, nobody opened that, huh? Nobody ever well, hit this, like... I guess it is like, just, like, stone, and, like, you have to break the, the yeah. grave marker for it to be accessible. I, I guess I'm thinking more in terms of, like, no one ran into this when they were, like... Running plumbing or electrical cables or anything, huh? Well, there, there's the fun, like, joke later that, like, they feel everything shaking when they're going down the thing, and it's the subway, and they just missed this tunnel. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, Nick Cage and Abigail kiss because they are man and woman. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> and yes. they've been around each other for a while. Right, And they right. both like history. Yeah. The, uh, one of the henchmen just looks Well, she likes history. That is no, so she true. likes history. You know, <laughs> she likes both, and that's what that's what being a woman is. Um, I just really the, the thing is, this does make sense because if you find somebody else who's into American history as you are, you have to lock that up. You got to. <laughs> yeah, you know what? That's fair. Yeah. Uh, uh, they get it. And yeah, one of the henchmen is just like, "Wow, how'd they build all this stuff two hundred years ago?" And Nick Cage's like, well, the same way they built the Great Pyramids and the Great Wall of China. Okay, yeah, this... I... Because Riley has, like, a little pithy joke. Uh-huh. And I thought that it was 100% going to be slaves. Uh-huh. Which it should have been. What, that... That, that would imply no. there's anything bad about America is the problem. Yeah. The founding no, now- fathers were great men, I think you'll find, so... <laughs> yeah. It is also really funny, considering, like, you know, the, I was talking about, like, you know, like, Da Vinci Code, and obviously the other big inspiration of this, which was, yeah. you know, Indiana Jones. Right. Those things are, like, thousands and thousands of years old. Right. Yes. Like, this, they had to be, like, this was so ancient, 200 years. <laughs> right. Which is a long time ago, but, like. Sure. Eh. <laughs> like, steam engines aren't that much older than this shit. Yeah. <laughs> It's just uh, a funny concept of, like, them trying to have, like, this be, like, oh, like, the forgotten tomb. Right, yes, which is absolutely what they treat this part like. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah, and then yeah. one of Ian's guys dies. <laughs> yeah, like, the f- floorboards are all rickety here, so one guy falls and dies, the others have to do a bunch of action shit to not fall and die. It's yeah. really boring. <laughs> Who it's cares? pretty boring. At one point, he has to choose between the Declaration and Abigail. He chooses the Declaration. He and chooses like, the Declaration of Independence, and she goes, like, no, that's well, totally that's fine. I would have done the same thing. Yeah, I would have done the same thing to you, and he's like, I know, babe. <laughs> and Riley's like, God, you two are freaks. <laughs> uh, I, I do like that, like, Ian later on is like, I don't care about any of you as much as I do the one good dude that I do. So like, yeah. So fuck why this. should? Yeah. Why would I like fear for your safety? <laughs> yeah, like I I'm here anyway. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So they they get down there and there's no treasure. Or they find a different clue. They make up a fake clue to send Ian out. Right, because there's a lantern down here. So like, oh, yeah. obviously Paul Revere. One lantern. Yes. You got to go to the place he hung the one lantern to let her know the British were coming. And, that's and as soon as he leaves, is. like, uh, Chase is like, wait, what's up, guys? He hung two lanterns. Because there's yeah, by what's, sea. What's and going like, on here? Well, luckily, Ian is British and thus yeah. <laughs> knows <laughs> and thus nothing of know. American history. The only important topic to know things about. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so 
uh, they they go and they find an empty room, and then he's like, "Wait, no, I found a different button. There's a treasure behind the, the <laughs> yeah, empty just room." Joking. Just joking. Just for a, the third time. Here's the real treasure room. It's really funny because they're like, "Well, he didn't find the treasure, but he did get his dad's approval." So it's you know maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe the treasure with the, the dad approval we've got was my dad's the approval way. this whole time. Well, and also uh, his dad's point is completely valid. Just like, okay, yeah, the treasure's not here. Someone must have gotten it a long time ago. But the mere fact that this room exists means you were right about everything and you have yes. all the reason in the world to celebrate. Yes. He's yeah. like, yeah, uh, but I didn't true. get piles of gold, though. Oh, there they are. <laughs> oh, there they are. <laughs> oh, you guys, you were not going to believe it. It's on the other side of the room. That's my bad. <laughs> I like that he uses the pipe. It's the pipe is the final key. Yeah, that is that is good. This pipe the secret did rules. lie with Charlotte. This pipe kind of rules. Yeah, the I'm pipe sure that rules. it's made from fucking like elephant bones. <laughs> oh, it absolutely is. Yeah. I don't know. It's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Uh, so yeah, they um, they they get the treasure, uh, and they get in there, and they're like, "Wow, check out all this stuff." And this is where my favorite line of the movie is, where Abigail walks up to a random uh, shelf and just goes, oh, "The scrolls from the Library of Alexandria," <laughs> <laughs> which is a ridiculous thing to just know. She can take one look at them and know that they are scrolls from a place that burned down, thereby no one knows what it looked like. Yes, yes. it's it's <laughs> beautiful. Has nothing to do, I know it's I know it's like a treasure, you know, conquered through thousands of years. But what a ridiculous thing to have somebody say. <laughs> it's so stupid. I my joke that was a fave of mine was Riley's It's a big gold man. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah so god bless uh, you riley you don't know what the fuck is going on you don't know what the fuck's uh-huh. going on so they 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 find their way out when they thought they were trapped but they're not and they find a guy who finds the like body yeah and he's like whoa yeah uh, and then the fbi funny, comes yeah. and everything's okay because they're gonna give a treasure back to the to the united well, states government like, and also because 10 billion dollars sound yeah and also uh, because and Harvey Keitel is a mason. Yes. Yeah, he's got a mason ring. He's always, like, he sits down with Nick Cage, like, you know, the Knights Templar never wanted anyone to have the treasure because it was too <laughs> much like, oh, for one shit. person. You're, you're fucked up like me. Yeah. Well, I like, think the, the best part is, apparently Harvey Keitel just knew where it was. <laughs> <laughs> he just, it just kind of implies that there were some people who knew where this treasure was. Uh... I didn't read it that way, but it's very funny to me to read it that way. <laughs> He's like, yeah, man, we knew it was there, but now that you found it, we have to take it. You could have just yeah. fucking asked, dick. Uh, I think, like, because, like, early on, like, there's, like, they're like, oh, they call themselves the Masons because, right. you know, to honor, like, the, the great work that, you know, their people had done, like, on yeah. the, like, the pyramids. I'm like, again, slaves. Slaves. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's a, all done by slaves. Yep. I, the Freemasons was just a country club for assholes, right? Yeah, still is, I yes. assume. Yeah, yes, yeah. It's just like a bunch of rich dudes who wanted to like be like weirdos. Like it's a conspiracy thing, insofar as yeah, rich people get together and plan bad shit. It, it's the same thing as like the Hellfire Club, like and the like, Federalist Society, the like the the Skull and Bone Society for yeah. It's like. Oh, all of these like influential members, like people were members of it. It's like, yeah, because they're all fucking rich and went to Harvard, idiots. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, not like they have like the skull of an angel that they like bleed on to change the fate of history or whatever. It's just like, oh yeah, like you're the son of you know 
a president and I'm the son of a president, we're probably going to be in the similar circles. Right. Yeah. Uh, anyway, but, yeah. bunch of treasure. They get treasure. Uh, a 1% finder's fee. They tried to pay a 10% finder's fee, but Nick Cage turned him down because he's too that's noble. Too, that's too much money. Nick Cage, you're so stupid. Uh, but no, granted, one percent still seems like enough money that they never have to work for the rest of their lives. Oh yes, no, absolutely. Uh, however, I mean, I'm not turning down money. No, yeah. Grant, yeah. Well, I'm not turning down like, one billion dollars. Sorry. Right. Well, especially when he's like, "Oh, what I think we should do is give it back to the people. You know, donate it to the Smithsonian and other national museums." He's like, "Yeah, we're not going to do that. That's nice, but no." Uh, anyway. <laughs> He says the Louvre and the and the Cairo Museum, which is like the smallest amount of like. All right, I'll give to this. Yeah. It's like I guess we'll kind of put it like it's going to be in the same continent at least. Like right. uh, there's a lot of you know sarcophaguses and like you know Egyptian stuff here. We'll send that to Cairo, and it's like, <laughs> come on, that man. is more than Indiana Jones did. So like, all right, <laughs> sure. I guess yeah, I suppose you so. Cleared the low bar of a guy who also fucked a fourteen year old. Yeah, after all, I'm just trying to follow in the founding fathers' footsteps because they believe the power should be held by everybody. Yeah, they definitely well, everyone believe who that. looks like us. Well, everyone who looked like them, and you know that includes the powdered wigs. Yeah, uh, yeah, we're not talking about that. That's why I'm wearing this wig. Uh (laughs) Uh, Anyway, that's the end of the movie. Yeah, Riley's got a Ferrari. (laughs) They all live happily ever after, completely unaware that somewhere out there, there's a book, and it's got secrets in it. It's got a whole, it's a whole book of secrets. (laughs) It's a big book. I can't believe there's a second separate national treasure. (laughs) <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I don't know anything about it, so I can't Me wait neither. to kidnap the president. Yeah, just the idea that, like, okay, yeah, you found the one national. It turns out, though, I forget what the treasure is in the second one. I just like yeah. I remember kidnapping president, and there's another dumb bit that we'll get to. I think the book of secrets was Abraham Lincoln's diary, so I assume it's more Civil War history than mm. Revolutionary War history. I see. Oh, maybe that's what. Maybe it's like the Confederates actually stole half of the national treasure back in um, the Civil War days. <laughs> um, I think it would be really funny. Or that's I don't even know what I'm saying. So at the end of this movie, the very last thing that happens is uh, Abigail goes, "I made you a map to this pussy," and he's like, "Where does it go?" <laughs> uh, and then they go inside and fuck. That's yes. the end yeah. of, the, of the film. Yep. Oh yeah, and Ian gets arrested because he gets to go to jail. Right. Yeah, somebody's got to go to prison. Right. Turns out it's that guy. Turns out, fuck the British. That's right. Um, this movie's kind of bad. Yeah, but I had a good time. <laughs> I had a, I had a pretty okay time watching it, but I did get high halfway through because it was like, man, hoof. I I had a lot of fun, but yeah, this movie sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's too fucking long. It's a little long. I, I didn't really feel its length when I watched it, oh, but oh, I, 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 it. I agree you could trim it down a bit. Trimmed down yeah. a lot. You think that about every movie, though? Not every movie. You're like me with songs. Yeah, but I'm, like, right about this. <laughs> <laughs> Look, the thing is, songs are short. In general, to start with. Uh-huh. So making them shorter does not please me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, I'm just five minutes is not short for a song. That's all I'm saying. It's not. But like That's long. three is. You were complaining about like three minute songs. I was going listen, a song can be three minutes, that's fine, but it's gotta do it's gotta earn that length. <laughs> <laughs> three minutes? Yeah. Alright. Uh anyway. I, um, I feel like there is a like musician like a music critic that I follow who is like getting mad at like the TikTokification of music because now everything is like two minutes, two thirty. <laughs> well I stay winning, I guess. I guess so. That's why that's why I'm the only person on the planet who bought the Coheed and Cambria album that just came out. Well, I know at least one other person bought it. <laughs> I know at least one other pe- person who stole it. Oh, okay. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah, you know, you I forgot that was an option about? for a moment. <laughs> <laughs> I bought concert tickets. That's better. No, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Um, I guess I did buy that album, though. Disney Plus, quit trying to make me watch the TV show. It's not happening. It's not happening. Fuck you guys. Um. Anyway, uh, I know we have a number of questions, so... We do. Uh, from at Dormingu, what piece of U.S. history would you really want to desecrate for any reason? <laughs> any of them. I'm not picky. Yeah. I, I want to fuck up the Washington Monument. I... See my my first I've, thought I've was making a memorial, like just maybe like can, could you? Okay, can I spend years learning the art of sculpture so that I can chisel Abe Lincoln's face into a different face? I think yes. This there's there were no limitations put on this question. Hey, you know what I caught in the credits just now? Uh, the cinematographer on this movie was Caleb Deschanel. I'm like, but don't I know that name? And I sure do because he also worked on Twin Peaks. Oh, okay. Weird. <laughs> Thanks, Caleb. He did uh, Drive with a Dead Girl. That was that was his beautiful uh, camera work. Pretty good. Pretty good app, though. Pretty decent app. Pretty good app. Them golf uh, balls. Man, he's also got a really weird filmography. <laughs> uh, we just for... go to the next question. <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> He did both The Passion of the Christ, National Treasure, The Modern Lion King, <laughs> and Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. And The Lion King remake. <laughs> yeah, that's what I said. Oh, did you say that? Sorry. Yeah. Weird. Yeah, uh-huh. Movies are weird. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, cinematographer especially feels like a job, like, you go where the money's is. <laughs> I can't talk tonight. Uh, from Ar- Arcane Crystal, what do you th- what do you think that Benjamin, what do you think Benjamin Franklin Gates would think of the Twin Peaks finale? You didn't get it. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, well, if we can construct all the clues, we can find the treasure David Lynch he, left that, behind. That's for exactly. Us. He would be making the four hour video clips. Yeah, exactly. This whole yeah. movie is just Benjamin Gates's four hour video theory about the revolution. That is true. He did get it done faster than the, the Twin Peaks guy, though. Uh-huh. What if, at, like, if you, like, got all of the Twin Peaks and then, like, there's a treasure at the end? If you figure out all the... <laughs> Imagine the four-hour four hour video yeah. guy would be like, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna steal the Twin Peaks, the return shooting script. <laughs> there's a map on the back. 
And it's like, no, it's dude, it's you could just go steal the map prop that Hawk had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that seems like a way better map. Uh, there's a map on the back of that map. Yeah, that's right. From at Gelato's, uh what was National Treasure a movie your schools also made you watch due to the historic fact part of it? If not, is there something similar? No, yes, I definitely saw this in a number of history classes. I don't think uh, I did. I think that's a big part of why I saw this movie so many times. I remember seeing a bunch of, like, uh, weirdly enough, in my science class, I saw the uh, the day. I, I think it's called the day after tomorrow. The one where it's like the everything gets cold. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I don't. That's the, yeah, that's day after tomorrow. And, like, to talk about, like, global warming, I'm like, this is not going to help. <laughs> right. <laughs> this is not the... <laughs> yeah. Not a uh, not a slam dunk, that one. Yeah. No, global uh, warming was one of several subjects that my dad tried to have a proxy war, like, through me with my teachers about. Cool. That's fun. That and uh, whether Christopher Columbus was actually a good guy. I mean, like, the Harry Potter movie... The first one is, like, not that great. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> God. <laughs> now, shout-outs to my Kentucky middle school history teacher for being like, hey, yeah, Christopher Columbus was a piece of shit. Fuck him. Yeah. Pissed my dad off, so, you know, that that's how you know you're doing something right. Uh, from Nit Specubus, friend of the podcast. Hey, I know Luke. her. Uh, what's the most useless U.S. Victory, uh, history fact you know? Oh, boy. I feel like if there was a part where I point where I knew a bunch of these, my edge lord wanted that's all useless, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, like I, I guess my like most useless one is like it's all like Benjamin Franklin related of him being a weird freak. Yeah. Just, yeah. Yeah. He was a weird freak who just had liked a lot of sex. Yeah. Air baths. Right. Right. Grover uh, Cleveland was wait no was it was it Cleveland or Garfield who was the guy who had non consecutive terms? I have no idea. Uh, one of the non consecutive terms. No, Garfield's the one that got assassinated. Yeah, Cleveland had non consecutive terms and also like like had a woman thrown in an insane asylum because he got her pregnant. Yeah. Um, American history is just full of cool characters. Yeah, there's the guy who died after forty five. The president who died after forty five days. Sure, yeah, yeah, William Henry Harrison. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I remember him because I did a... One of my uh, audition pieces for, like, a monologue yeah. was a guy who signs up to become a presidential, like, impersonator. Yeah. And gets assigned William Henry Harrison. <laughs> yeah. Oh, you know what? That's that's a pretty useless one. I remember reading in a book in school was that when that happened, <clears throat> the vice president, like, had to come and, like, and get sworn in. So, technically speaking, uh, the acting president for, like, four hours was some random fucking guy that no one cares about who, like, he was just asleep. It was the middle of the night. But technically, if you want to get really specific, he was president for a couple hours there. Uh, From at Nor Blake, at neither Nor, uh, isn't it more of an international treasure? (laughs) It is. Uh, Yeah, but I mean, yeah. Yes, it is, but, you yeah. know. Less good name for a movie, though. And, and like a lot of things, America just sort of uh, claimed it for itself. 
Uh, do you think Ben Gates could find Atlantis as depicted in the other better Disney film, Atlantis, The Lost Empire? I d- it's been a long time since I've seen Atlantis, um, but I don't remember the key to finding it revolving around American history. So I think he might be out of his depth. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe he. Maybe if somebody had told him, well, your dad was a Knights Templar, but for Atlantis, he would have just gotten it. Right. Like, yeah. different premise of the film. It, it's know? a lot more about linguistics in that movie. Yeah, yeah. Like, here's the thing about Benjamin Franklin Gates. What he could do best is figure out where in the world is Carmen Sandiego. Like, that's, yes. that's his wheelhouse. That's true. Um... What are your Carmen favorite San Diego reasons? wouldn't stand a fucking chance against Nicolas Cage. All. <laughs> <laughs> She'd be dead in hours. What are your favorite reasons for not watching the National Treasure uh, streaming show? <laughs> no Nick fucking Cage in it. No Nick no, Cage. No Nick fucking Cage in it. I don't have enough time. It looks bad. Uh, and I hate women. So. <laughs> I was ready to be like... If I'm giving you a top five. I don't know, guys. We're covering National Treasure. Maybe we should watch it. Until the very moment I heard there was no Nick Cage. Now that show is my mortal enemy. Well, yeah. Like, if if I would be pushing for it if it had Nick Cage. But, yeah. No. Yeah. I would probably be into watching it if it had Nick Cage. Just so we could see it and go, like, wow, he's really... I don't know about this one. You know, I'm, maybe I haven't had my Lynch fill. I might need to go watch Wild at Heart. Uh, you keep saying this. Did I say yeah. that last week? Fuck! Yes, you, you did. did. <laughs> you didn't watch Wild at Heart. Uh, I should go do that. I gotta. I got to now. I said it twice. Uh, also, if the Founding Fathers were playable characters in a Musou game, who would you most want to play, and what would their power be? Oh, sure. Uh, Here's the thing, because the, the only ones I can really like come up with quick are like Washington, Jefferson, and Franklin, but I feel like those are boring ones, so I'm trying to go a deeper cut. What if, what if John Hancock had the pen from Common Rider Forze that you, if you write with it, it turns oh. it into a thingy? Yeah, 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 yeah. What if John Hancock like had the powers of Will Smith hero Hancock? <laughs> no. <laughs> well, well, that's a different film. <laughs> what if you could take a British soldier and shove his head up his ass? What if he could take a British soldier and then come and it shoots through the roof of his trailer? <laughs> Pretty sure that that's that movie. Yeah, no, yeah, that is. it is. Yeah. Do we need to add Hancock to the list? No. <laughs> it, Absolutely not. The cub hits a plane and then he has to save the plane. <laughs> See, you say no and then you tell me things like that. He's, I, I, spoilers for Hancock. He's not even a superhero. Who cares? He's, he's an angel. I don't fucking care. Then why is he busting a nut? <laughs> Haven't you seen the movie Michael? Yeah. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> angels are horny sometimes. Okay. Uh, from Ed Juneberry Cake, if you're making a map to your own treasure trove, which historical artifact would you hide it on? Oh. Ooh. Okay, okay. It's got to be some kind of sword. I'm putting it on a sword. I don't care what sword. It's going on a sword. Yeah, sure, sure, I, sure. I think I would actually put mine in like a film history thing. That makes sense, yeah. That makes sense for you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a fucking... The, Shooting the, script of Citizen Kane or something. Right. The the, f- the final reel to complete uh, Metropolis. Yes. You know, we've got most of it at this point, but there's like a 10-minute stretch in there we still don't have. Yeah. And if you look at, like, you know, at the, the five frames at the end... <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
God, do do I have a good historical object to hide a clue in? Um, hmm, Maybe like a um, box that was owned by a guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh Uh-huh. Following you so far. Uh Uh-huh. That's that's the end of it. That's, that's all what I we got. got. Okay. All well, right. Uh, sure. I don't know if we should maybe save this for later, but uh, Butternands asked favorite Nick Cage film. Ooh. I don't know that I've seen a lot of Nick Cage films. I I do just have a lot of affinity for this one because I've watched it so much as a kid. Um, Raising Arizona is the first one jumping at me. I still need to watch that. Press wants to watch Raising Arizona. It's good. Me. Yeah, I've heard good things. Let's see. Uh, looking at where's filmography, he's got a zillion. Yeah. Uh, it might be the one that is upcoming for us. <laughs> yeah, it might be Face Off. He's yeah. so good in Face Off. <laughs> I like. I legitimately love him in Face Off. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't see anything else that's, like, jumping out at me. But also, again, I don't watch that many movies, so... Right, right, right. I gotta watch that movie Pig. Yeah, I need to watch Pig. Like, that's what I was, like, looking at. Like, I, I, Pig would probably be an answer that I would have if I had seen Pig. Yeah, yeah. Do you know the plot of Pig, Molly? Uh, no. Nicholas but Pig. now I'm looking at this, and yeah, okay. Nicholas Cage has a pet pig and he gets kidnapped and he's got a it's just taken but with a pig. It's John it's John Wick but for a pig? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, dude. <laughs> From at uh, Never on PA, what's your favorite heist movie? Um like, That's a boring 11. answer, but I mean Ocean's 11, yeah. It's Ocean's 11. Ocean's <laughs> 11. It it is objectively one of the best heist movies. The Sting isn't really a heist. That's a con. Yeah. Um. Yeah, Ocean's Eleven is just exactly what I want from this kind of movie. Right, Midnight kind of Run like, a heist happened before the movie started, but again, I think the actual movie is more of a con. Yeah, I just want everyone to be like utterly perfect at their jobs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, brother, where art thou again? Heist happened, but before the movie started. Yeah, that's it's not a heist yeah. movie. No. no. Like the like the like one of the other ones that like comes to mind is Logan Lucky, which is directed by the same person who made uh, Ocean Eleven, and I don't like as much. Mm. Uh, from at Cowboy B Boy, if you're making a movie starring Nick Cage, who would you cast to play his dad? <laughs> uh, hmm. Christopher Walken. Yeah! Yeah! That's a good one. That is a good one. You got it. Yeah, that you nailed it. <laughs> All right. Let's have questions. Luke, tell us where we can find you online so we can stop this podcast. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on audioentropy.com, such as Idol on Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast consisting of two different campaigns releasing on alternating weeks. IGM, both of them. You got Idol on Disco and Idol on Ska, both about mystery-solving teens finding their own national treasures in the 70s and the 90s. I was not told there was treasure. I mean, I can't comment on whether there's treasure. You just said there is treasure. Well, I'm not saying there's literal gold doubloons. 
Perhaps it may be the French that we made the whole way. Exactly. That's what I want. I want the doubloons. Well, there may or may not be doubloons. I can't comment. <sighs> Ashley. You can find me at Yurlybrain with the underscore on Twitter and Letterboxd and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at Yurian co-host and at patreon.com slash Minor. Give Ashley your fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. You can find me on everything at Yurfamolly with a Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentry.com, uh, I need mail.com, secondbestgame.club. Um, we're going to be talking about the Fallout New Vegas DLC uh, next month. And surprise, played- surprise, you have become a dead money stand. Oh, I wasn't just going to say that, but okay. <laughs> I was going to kind of like you say that, you know, I had some opinions about the, the DLCs. Right, right. Perhaps some surprising ones and entice yeah, the people to go listen to, to it. To go listen to my podcast. I, I think you having such a one, 180 is going to entice people. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Sure. Right. I did say it was dog shit last week before I played it. Yep. Yes. And now you love it. You talked was... to me for a long time after we stopped recording about how dog shit it was. Uh. Yeah. I didn't. Uh, at the time, I understand why I thought that at the time. Uh huh. When you were uh, a child. When I yeah. When I was a different person. Yeah. With childish notions. Yes. Absolutely. Um. Anyway, critical reevaluation of dead money. Um. <laughs> I've lost my... Get us out of here. I'm done. We're done. <laughs> lost, I lost all my momentum. Until next time, I'm going to steal it. All right. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Keep, keep declaring. You tell me another and I'll rescue myself. That is a promise, Miss Rose Sister. Of course. Another plan. What do you say we cut the chit chat? A